Welcome to another episode of Family Records. My name is Matt Rodolfi, and with me, as always, is my cousin, the man with the beard that should be feared, the undercover Donald Glover, Blake Sweet himself. Wow. I am. I had nothing prepared. I, I, there's no way I can top that one. You don't have a speech prepared? <laughs> nope. Uh, not at all. Well, I some of us have. come prepared. This is a special episode. Classic Glover. Anyways, this is a special episode. We are here with... Well, it's Christmas time for anyone yeah. listening. It's the day after Christmas for us, so it's a little dated. Boxing for, Day, if you will. Is that what they call it? The uh-huh. day after Christmas? In England, they turned the day after Christmas into fun, too. I think Canada does it, too. I was thinking, We're what's the opposite of in the Eve? US? Christmas Eve, Christmas, post-Christmas apocalyptica? No, that sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Boxing Day works. Boxing Day works. Anyways. <laughs> the British... The British got that one right. Everyone's in town, and we're all visiting, and so we decided uh, that we were going to come up. We are actually at your parents' house recording today, and with us, we are joined by a return guest, my sister Sarah. Hello, folks. What's happening? If you listen to the Cabin (laughs) episode, you remember Sarah. Um, And then a special treat, someone I've been begging Blake to get onto this podcast for like the entire time we've been doing it. And I've been trying to pretend like she doesn't exist. (laughs) <laughs> pretty messed up <laughs> pretty messed up but my aunt and your mother michelle can we say your last name well you know it's blake's last name <laughs> michelle blank is here michelle blake <laughs> michelle blank yes. <laughs> yes hello if you can't figure it out i share both your last names actually very true very true uh, good point yeah. all of what your last names yeah, too. mine too she was she was a Rodolfi before oh, no, she was a uh, sweet both us i thought you were talking yeah. blake i was like does he have a hyphen i don't know about <laughs> You never know. Yeah, That's I mean, the thing nowadays. <laughs> Michelle yeah, Blake <laughs> Rodolfi's sweet. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're glad to have you, Mish, finally. It's been a long time. Blake has been refusing to have you on. I just, you know, I didn't want you to embarrass Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even I'll, keep a straight I'll face. I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Well, lucky you, you're on the same night that your favorite niece is on, so. Yes. This is true. Yes. And the real what question is, if you had to pick between the two of them, which one would you pick? <laughs> what? Between who? Uh, your son, Blake, and your favorite niece, Sarah. You, you know what? I, I would just, I'll concede because I know sorry, Sarah's that the favorite favorite. So. The fact that she had, a, she had a defense of you can't ask me that says a lot. Well, if, if I don't say, I think Sarah, that speaks well to Audrey. If I don't say Sarah, she might scratch my eyes out. So, Ooh. but I love her. Love you That's more. how Sarah gained her favorite cousin, favorite niece, favorite aunt status: aggression, oh, yeah. aggression, Absolutely. offensive That's, tactic. That is the best strategy. <laughs> the best defense you will is love good me. <laughs> but she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Look how good she turned out. Thank you, Mitch. Aw, that was you. sweet. 
And now she has she, all that karma in the form of a four-year-old daughter. Yeah, for real. Ooh, you are right. You are right. Although, you were telling us that you, she was doing everyone's makeup earlier? She was oh. doing everyone's makeup. She actually, Mish, Mish was first up with a red nose. Um, mm-hmm. She had a red nose. That's relative to the season. It, it is. A red nose with some black shadow um, on her eyes. She looked great. She looked great. Do you have pictures? Oh, I do, but my phone is playing music for uh, Lila right bummer. now. Bummer. You'll have to show us later. <laughs> I will. They'll go up on She's the Instagram. Blake It'll was here. Great. Blake got to see you. Blake got to oh, see you. Oh, yeah. It. Was it great? It, it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Were you jealous? Good. Why didn't you jump in? You Breaking know, down Lila had norms. to go bet. Lila had to go to bed before it was my turn, so I just uh, had to. Uh, so first thing Yeah, exactly. I gotta I wait until she opens in the morning. We got the makeup. I'll, I'll do it. Although Mish did tell Blake, she was Mish had like a lineup of who's next, and she said, "Yeah, and you got to do Blake." So <laughs> was she hyped? Oh, Lila would have done everyone's if she could have. Uh, yeah, but then she also said that what she couldn't do Nano's because he's not a girl. Oh yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> she couldn't do, Blake, do Nano. But not Nano. <laughs> yeah. Eric Paul. Yeah. That's funny. Well. The first thing we do on the show is drink some bourbon, and it's been chilling for us, so why don't we start drinking and then get into some conversation? Because I know we all want to talk about Blake's shirt. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> SpongeBob Christmas shirt. Yes. Yeah. I don't have enough of these, believe it or not. What? <laughs> He's got all the... the I got all kinds of SpongeBob. I got all the SpongeBob underwear to match. Easter, SpongeBob Thanksgiving, SpongeBob Arbor Day, but What's this is my SpongeBob only SpongeBob Easter Christmas shirt. Like? like? Spon- and underwear. Is Spon- SpongeBob, Spongebob rising Arbor. from the tomb of Christ? Yes. <laughs> That's fun. That's exactly what it is. Festive. <laughs> Patrick's up on the cross. Sponge God. <laughs> um, you don't have a SpongeBob Hanukkah shirt, do you? Ooh. I do not. I the person Mommy? who gets all of them Mish, for me should, uh, <laughs> should uh, <laughs> SpongeBob President's Day. SpongeBob Arbor Day. You're well, I have the so SpongeBob many opportunities Arbor Day. here. Oh, you do? Yes. Yeah, of all holidays, but, he's like, got Arbor Day, covered. Veterans Day, <laughs> Labor SpongeBob Day. SpongeBob anniversary of Pearl Harbor Day. There's so many you could be hitting. Here. Well, it's something tasteful. Oh gosh. Yeah, I mean, that's not the one that we're supposed to never forget, so we can we can have a SpongeBob celebrating that. We don't forget that one for other reasons. Well, no, that one lives on in infamy. There's no SpongeBob. Sorry, Chelsea's chiming in. No. Yeah, the fact checker. The fact Think there are no SpongeBob well, Monica we have shirts. Two people Dang. here who have crit cuts. Exactly. Yeah, their own merch. We can make exactly. one. So. <laughs> right. Exactly what I was thinking. Family record. Most Let's start custom, drinking uh, <laughs> SpongeBob shirts out of these lovely glasses. I'm scared from IKEA. Are IKEA? They're, they're very pink cute. snowflake glasses. What are we drinking, so, Blake? This is a special bourbon. This is a. Uh, this is our very first uh, from this distillery. It's. Sidewinder Spirits California Straight Bourbon Whiskey this from right here in Livermore, from California. Livermore. Oh, cool. Livermore. Taking yeah. us too long to, to try this one. Well, so we've got plenty more if we ruined it with the ice. Uh, Sidewinder. Oh, this is the one that I reached out to and they never got back to me. Oh. Wait, what are we toasting <laughs> to? Because in true Italian fashion, you have to toast something. We're toasting Ooh, to the that's podcast. A good point. To, to Mish, the podcast. You, we're going to need you for your Italian expertise here. Yes. So, salute. <laughs> salute. Salute. To the salute. All right, Successful now everyone podcast. But not, you sip it though, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is yummy. It's not bad. It's a, uh, I, I wasn't sure about it being, because um, the guy told me it's a low corn bourbon. Was that a happy face, Mish? No, I'm watching Sarah. Oh. <laughs> it's the back of your tongue taste. It's good. It is. It's yeah. not bad. It, it's, it's better than grainy. I was expecting. Yeah. I was, yeah, I wasn't sure because I know this is a very 
new distillery. I think the fact that it's chilled. Mm. And this helps. is like their first release of no, bourbon. I think it should be neat. Do you, you like want a neat? dash of uh, of uh, sweet syrup or simple syrup? No, I think it should be I'll neat. I'll take a dash. I, I, I don't Do think have it should it? be syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the ba- uh, bags over there. They have little bitters too, like I said, make a little old fashioned. Uh, Mish, if you want, you could pour yours into Blake's cup and then mm. we can give you a neat. That's a good yes. idea. I don't have to drive home today, so. Are you staying are up here? Are you staying No, here? I have Party. a DD. Oh, Very true. nice. Bailey. He doesn't know that Bailey's just going to leave him here. Let me try some without ice. (laughs) Don't break your glass on the mic stand. Party. Not that I'm a connoisseur because I really have no idea what I'm doing. Just a dash. uh, We've given up on pretending like we know what we're doing. I'm the oldest one here, so I don't even need a full one of those. I'm not going to do a full one. I'm going to give you an appropriate amount. Just kidding. How many stories do you Thank want me you. to tell? Make sure you mix it good. All of them. <laughs> just kidding. If it's too sweet, I well, have a little orange it, bitters. It's a fine line because if I give you too that. much, you'll just keep telling the same story over and over. I've been again. getting into cocktails. Nice. Well, old fashions, bourbon cocktails. Nice. Do you have an orange rind for your old fashioned? I do not because I have too many children. It, orange would get eaten, but I have <laughs> orange bitters. <laughs> no, I have. I get apples every day for my lunch, and if I don't grab one, well, it happens even when I do. I'll come home and they're just all gone. And the babies run around just eating them whole. Whole apples. Roman will start at the top of an apple and just eat all the way through it. (laughs) Seed, run, everything. Stem, all of it. Sam's saying Blake used to eat the entire apple. Is that true? Uh, Can you still do come that? Come on, mom. Yeah, Chime in. Family Mom's. record? You and so, Roman got to go head my, to head, bro. Oh, we, all right, let's do it. Let's have it on the podcast. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Can I pipe in? Yes, please, Mish. That, that's actually... So Grammy would would tell us and you that that seeds are good for you and, and she would want you to eat the whole thing. Which is funny because I'm pretty sure you guys also used to tell me that if I kept doing that, an apple tree would start growing <laughs> in my stomach. No, stomach. no we never did that. Do what? Arsenic. Arsenic. Yes. Apparently, right. apple seeds if have arsenic in them. That's how you build an immunity, Chelsea. <laughs> That's why you get organic well, apples. Is, it, well, it takes a crap load of apples to make one lethal dose of arsenic. So actually, that's oh. that's why with Blake's sister that came along many Shut years up. later, uh, we never fed her applesauce from the store. We would make our own applesauce because... Um, we, and we would buy organic apples because the apples in California. And there was a long time that have we arsenic were never allowed them? to have apple juice in the house. If it, it, so, so it's, it's not the like weirdest they were line to draw, but it's not like they were putting arsenic in the apples. It was like from previous generations, whatever they used to like help the apples grow contained arsenic. So apples are like sourdough, huh? I don't know. Got but, a little bit of that but original. There was this weird, like, I guess a weird amount. And, and again, I, I don't know who the authority is, but we were told that there was like Thank a you. weird amount of arsenic in the soil. So like for Audrey, Blake's sister, she would never have store-bought applesauce. We always made our own. Even if it was organic store-bought applesauce? Even if it was organic. Well, we, shoot, because I give my daughter organic okay. applesauce from the store. But I think it's different now. So oh. how many years later? Audrey's 16. 12 years later? Yeah. Okay. So I think we're All good. Right. All right. Good to know. I blame Dr. Oz. Oh. <laughs> it's always I feel Dr. like a Oz. lot of things can be blamed on Dr. Oz. Right? He's Dr. been Oz. questionably silent during the whole pandemic. Am I wrong? <laughs> oh, no. Wait, you are. Can, I, can I say Dr. something? Dr. Oz is the early 2000s and Dr. Atkins was the 90s. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
get, can we get political? Uh, we try and avoid it, but I mean, you, if you, I mean, like okay. if, if you want to give us your stance on like, it's okay. I, I don't can, know. I can be people the bad guy. People know that Blake and I, their blinkers. People know Blake and I when it comes to COVID are against all the mandates. I can be We've the bad guy because I, I'm not saying I'm I'm either party, but I thought it was funny when Doctor Oz announced his run for um, government Senate. Right? Is it Senate? I or? I don't know. I'm aware unaware of this. Yeah. This whatever is. it was, uh, Doctor Oz ran for or he's running currently running for whatever. And uh, it just cracked me up because if you, you know, they did a story on it and they said, and, and of course, Joy Behart, my least favorite person, said, oh, Dr. Oz is running as a republic or Republican. That's that's so funny because I thought he used to be such a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> well, evil's a light switch. Uh, we all know that. Right. Oh, yeah, so, of course. so regardless of your political party, I just thought that was really funny that, you know, you're running as a republic, so you can't, a republican, you can't be a nice man. <laughs> well, I think... Uh, uh, he's got the right name for going into government. Yeah. Dr. Oz, you know, or, deceit, nothing I, behind I was the curtain. Say, he's also got a, uh, yeah, he's got a great name for running an Emerald yeah, City. Do you, when you're a doctor, do you think you get the choice to go by Senator or doctor if you become a Senator? That's a good oh, question. Good question. Cause there are doctors that are like senators, like who, uh, now I can't think of well, Rand doc, Paul. Yeah, Rand Paul's a doctor, but does he go by Doctor Rand Paul? He does. His dad went by like Doctor Ron Paul, but or, but I guess Ron he doesn't Paul go by was a senator. congressman, not a senator. I guess you don't really say Senator Bill. You say Bill's a senator. So maybe that's what I'm missing here. I think I lost our. I don't know. Yeah, we're <laughs> no. Friends. I agree. I'm fact checking. Oh, okay. Chelsea's oh, gonna find out sweet. for us. So, Dr. Oz That's is running as a Republican. Mr. Dr. Senator Oz to you. I just know that I saw Joy Behart on The View say, oh, that's so sad because I thought he was a nice guy. All I know is if I was Ozzy Osbourne and Dr. Oz was running for government, no matter where he is, no matter what party, I would run in that place as the opposite party. Oh, of course. No. You got to pick between Dr. Oz Although, and Ozzy Osbourne. Do, it, Ozzy Osbourne. If, if Dr. Oz runs for president, though, Ozzy is just SOL. Why is that? Because he's English? Yeah. That's true. Mm, good point. Yeah, no, we, we don't take kindly to countries that put a 3% tax on tea in this country. Yeah, that's right. We don't like 3% taxes. Got to put a zero at the end of that. Then we're cool with it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Oh. But I think I think Ozzy Osbourne could, if you know he was mentally stable, he could make a difference. <laughs> I think that could be said of most politicians. <laughs> True. Hey, you know, yeah, I I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. So, okay, and Sarah, yeah, what are uh, your political uh, beliefs? Yeah. Oh my God, let's not. <laughs> How about I just say that I love Black Sabbath. Shadow devil. No, that's Molly. Did Crew. you know we we talked about this on a previous episode? The devil horns. Yeah. Do you know the history of the devil horns? Mm. Originated by Ronnie James yep. Dio. You well, know Dio, right? Okay. I know who that Ronnie is. Ronnie James Dio's grandmother. He got it from his grandmother, who was like a hardcore spiritual Italian woman, and apparently the devil horns was to ward off evil spirits. Oh, it's it. a Judean thing, right? It's really? Catholic. I think. I thought you said she was Jewish. It, 
I don't know. I just know he was Italian. <laughs> Longhorn probably goes like that. The level horns are out. Sorry. And then Spider-Man My high is school this. and Sarah's high school was Long the Longhorns. But that already put the How snout out. How Longhorns in Southern California? Rancho. It was Rancho well, Buena Vista. Well, I mean, I went to Livermore High School. Our mascot was the Cowboys. We're not in Dallas. All I know is but RBB definitely everywhere. didn't just use <laughs> Blake, the Texas duh. Longhorns decals. You look out your window every morning on your way to high school, you see the cows. Am I right? I don't see any cowboys. So well, none we, of these should, cows have long horns. Should we have been you were, more high school cows? You were a boy with cows. Am I right? That's a good point. <laughs> She's got you there, Blake. She does have me there. So have we have have we gone over that on this podcast that cows and their horns? Blake, Blake really is a cowboy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Eric told us a bunch of cowboy stories about right. how mm-hmm. he awesome. he, um, he misses the times when. He would be on a cattle run, and you couldn't call him when you were in labor because he didn't have cell phone service. And <laughs> well, because there weren't cell phones. Yeah, or pager. We had, he had, a we pager. had pagers. We, we had got pagers. that story, and yep. it was, hey, he's, oh, those were he good times. He had to the car phone and take it all the way up to the top of he the would hill. Get bucked off his horse and wake up hours later, and he'd <laughs> so, be like, oh, those were good times. <laughs> so you want the story about Blake? Yes. Yes. Give us a good story about so, Blake. So Blake was actually due... I don't know, July 19th, maybe? I have no... Something, 19th. And uh, I love my obstetrician. He was amazing. But um, he's like, okay, so, you know, we, we at that point, we knew it was a boy. And uh, he's like, I just don't think he wants to come. Like, he just, he's comfortable where he is. Yeah, we understand, Blake. And... None of us chose to be so, here. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> ask to be here. In fact, I actively tried to avoid it. And, and I... I Concur. I was still holding so, out hope that I was going to be an abortion. Oh, Blake oh. Anthony, sweet. That's not <laughs> okay. Not okay. Hey, hey, hey. Never lose hope. Not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late, right? Oh, my God. I don't like that. So, I'm in anyway. Like the 70-something term now. <laughs> so, this is the best thing. So, so, I do go to my doctor, and Blake's about a week about 10 days late past my due date and uh and my doctor says um so we're we're gonna induce and it's it's time for you know like to come so he induces me and about 13 14 hours into labor or from the induction which was miserable by the way um blake still did not want to come they Broke, they did the induction drugs. They broke my water. They did everything they could. Blake still didn't want to come. And so my doctor said, you know, um, he, he doesn't want to come. Like, so I think we're going to have to perform a C-section. And I'm, I'm a little bit out of it at this point, right? Because I have a lot of drugs in me. And, and so my Blake's dad was there and... And he had so just gotten a page. He he was actually <laughs> there. He just and so woke he's talking up after to the doctor being bucked and, off the horse. Yeah. And so the doctor's <laughs> like, well, you know, I have a golf game in the morning. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Eric was like, well, you can't tea miss your tee off. at 9 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> he says, are we all right to go, you know, into C-section about, you know, 8, eight well, I think 8 p.m., right? You were born. I don't it was know. In the I, evening. I mean, I was there, but and, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> and so it was amazing because I had no say in it. But Eric and and your doc, your dad and your doctor had had this conversation. 
about, you know, because he didn't want to miss his tea. And so, okay, so we're good. Sounds so, like a so Brit. So this is when yeah, right? Home Blake's going to come. And that was it. So they cut him out. Here's the question is, uh, did it tickle? Like when they opened you up and pulled him out, his beard, as it was like, <laughs> right, when they laid him on your chest for the first time. A little he, prickly, so a little prickly in a, beard. In a cesarean, you do you do not have your baby lay on you, which ah. sucks. But you get to see the baby, and so they they cut them out of you, and you have like a little curtain, so you can't really see where they're cutting out. And uh, that's nice. But they do show you the baby, and and I swear, Blake's face was like, "Fuck you, mom." <laughs> I was happy where I was, and how dare you take me out? And that was that was it. That was Blake. Yeah, Good time. Ellis was the same way when he finally came out after tons of of labor. We, they held him up and put him to go put him on Chelsea's chest, and they hold him up. We're expecting some sort of cry. He's making a face and he cry, and he just goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Just like, how dare you? Yeah, it was. I was me so back. comfortable. Like, hey, sorry, well, man. <laughs> and Blake not wanting to come out, like literally being a week late, plus the doctor trying to like you know coerce him out. Sure. And Blake's like, nope, 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 nope. It's just he loves me. He sure does. Is. is that what Eric said? He bought a doctor like a putter or something. Oh my gosh. Is that, <laughs> is that this story or? No, but you know, the beautiful thing is with, um, so it was my same doctor when Audrey came along and so, you know, in, in the state of California, if you have a cesarean, you cannot deliver naturally second time Mm. or at least when in, you know, 2000, 2005. So this time you scheduled a golf game. Yeah. so, So we had to actually schedule Audrey's delivery and once again, my husband, Eric, Blake's father, <laughs> scheduled the delivery with the doctor. Is it I a did... delivery if it's a cesarean? Is it or is it DiGiorno? Oh DiGiorno, my gosh, whatever <laughs> when Bad, when the baby comes out. But yeah, so so again, so I had very little to say because you know they pull you into the in the into the doctor's office and they talk about the stuff because you know you're you're not in the delivery room at that time, right? Because sure. it's it's all planned and. And that was just a funny thing. Is is it? You need some more. Eric and the <laughs> and the doctor planned when Audrey should come because you know around again, another golf game. Yep. Oh my god. Exactly. Is that why so prompt? Exactly. Uh. Yep. And the sad thing is, um, they thought. I mean, I I gained a lot of weight with Audrey and Blake, but even Audrey, they thought, you know, oh my god, here's you know nine ten pound baby. They thought, oh, my God, we have to, you know, go early with her. And, and she was just a peanut. She came out. I was like, what, Audrey, five, five, wow. seven, five. Just you're you're not Wait, even. She was six, five foot seven inches tall when she came barely, out. Can you believe it? Not even six pounds. Not even six pounds. She was like, hello, mother. Yeah. <laughs> she gave me a dirty look, too. <laughs> Again. So this is a big process with it both is. these kids. At, so once you had them, both of them, they finally were yours. At what point did you decide that you loved him? <laughs> Matthew. I think she's still thinking. <laughs> still that considering one. <laughs> that one. Of course I love them. <laughs> but they both did give me dirty looks. That That's true. Look, she still gave me dirty looks. <laughs> Sarah, was Lila cool with being born? 
Um, yeah, she was so cool with being born. She okay. decided to come 12 days early. And <laughs> she decided to come on the anniversary of uh, her great-grandma's passing. Yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah, she that did. That is right. That's right. Yeah, she did. Good time. She was a full moon baby, too. Oh, that explains a lot. Doesn't like it? Why is she so hairy? <laughs> Wild one. That's very true. Very true. She is awfully hairy. She's got a hairy she's back. Because they were all they were all hairy. Yep. Matthew, Sarah, Sammy. Sammy was hairy and gray. Yeah, Sammy hairy and gray. We hear that a lot from mom. That's her memory of having Sam. See, your butt. Your butt hairy cheeks were, were like gray and What's not to they? mean? <laughs> Sorry, Sam. You're you're a cute baby, no, 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 but no, we're not we're not supposed to say her name. She's Voldemort. Mm. Can we edit that out? Yeah, we'll All have right, to censor great. that. <laughs> We're talking to a different Sam. <laughs> Samuel. Santa Claus. We didn't review the Santa whiskey. Claus? Yeah, we don't do that much anymore. Yeah. It was, oh, oh, we kind of did. It, it was it good. Was, it was a decent whiskey. Yeah. Like, yeah, actually, for, can I get a little more? Do you want yeah, I was, was actually just about to hand good, my glass to you for I an old-fashioned. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't. Some ice and some whiskey in both of those. I don't recommend or I can pour out it chilled. I, you didn't I like. Felt, you liked it better neat. See, I yes, feel like I think it was better neat. I feel like I could honestly take the three sips that I did, chilled versus um, neat. No, this is yours, right? But I will tell you, I couldn't <laughs> handle the taste. I don't drink alcohol. Don't like the taste, huh? I like I wine. Like, I feel like this happened the last Drinks time we had more. you try a whiskey with us. <laughs> Who? I didn't even try yeah. it. Remember? Or maybe I did. Maybe it's, I sipped Sam's. Yeah. I. Voldemort. You said Voldemort's whiskey. Well, we just found out. We were just informed that we are allowed to say the name. Yeah? I don't know. I kind of like Voldemort better. Voldemort's pretty fun. Voldemort. I mean, you're not supposed to say like, that name. Yeah. So They picked we... such a fun name to say for he who should not be named. Voldemort. Can we give a shout out to this? Story? Shout out to Voldemort? Shout out, JR. Yeah, to the whiskey guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. If hey, if y'all ever want to return my email or call, we would love to have you on the show. Sidewinder <laughs> well, spirits. I found out they're right by my work, so I will have to pop back in once work actually. Hey, Jeremy, again. it's me, your new regular. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you guys? Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, they're. Um, your mom wasn't asking a question. Don't worry about that. No. Well, I was, but um, did you ever talk about the James Bond and the vermouth? Oh, I don't think we did. So we can, a show? little bonus interesting archive that I don't think we've talked about on the show. James Bond really likes vermouth. Um, so the yes. signature James Bond martini comes with vermouth made in Livermore, California. Oh, cool. The uh, Back in the, like in the Very old cool. Ian Fleming novels, there was a, uh, there's a whole scene where he's explaining what goes into his whiskey and, or his martini. And says, yeah, Cresta Blanca Vermouth, best vermouth I ever had. From Livermore. From Livermore, California. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. So wow. interesting shout out. I really wonder how much Cresta Blanca had to pay for that. <laughs> so one of the things we started talking on about, guys, that since we have you here uh, on our last episode together because we missed a week, was our gift exchange. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yes, and you two are both very heavily invested in our gift exchange. At this I did point. give Matthew a pretty yes. good idea Let's this year. See. Yeah, yeah. Do I'm curious. Do both? Do either of you know all of our gifts? All of them. Or, I'm sorry, the ones for this year. Um, I'm trying to remember what Blake's, Blake's is this year. No, I know we talked I'm about it. Wrapping it. Yes, I know. I know. I didn't stir it. I know how Blake's um, gift to you is being. Presented, 
okay. guess. But you don't um, know what the gift is. I don't know what the gift is. But I do remember, Matthew, when you were visiting, uh, we talked about what you got for Blake, but I don't remember right now. It's not, <laughs> not coming to me. Oh, I'm just curious. All right, well, guess. This whiskey makes a fantastic <laughs> old-fashioned. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Oh, so, yeah, okay. Sidewinder Spirits. Oh, might have got a, one too many hits of bitters in mine, but quite good. That water um, just hits different. All right, guesses. Who do you, who do you think is going to win this year? Oh, I don't know. And I mean, why Blake do you think I'll win again? Presentation. That is pretty good. Uh, well, Blake, also, who do you think is going to win this year? Blake? Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> I will. Can I highlight the year that I forget? I think it was. Do you have a favorite year? Well, I. So, yes. Or one that stands out the most is when I believe you gifted Blake something with like a million screws. We, that's the yeah, year we, we both did it. it to each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We both that's the one with Salim's box. face. No, or I put exactly. my face on Salim's face. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that one. That was a pretty oh good God, year. I forgot that you did that. <laughs> so we do. We have a lot, yeah, to go over. But I don't know if you guys ever talked about, like, the origins of your <laughs> thing. But, we did. We covered you know, that in the last episode. Okay. Oh, with the energy gum. kind of tried to give a yeah, little energy gum, so Rock just, star energy gum. Just no, so it everyone, wasn't even rock star. I think it was first. an off brand. It was, was some it? off it became brand. Rock star started making. It. Yeah, I just remember specifically the rock star packaging, and it was like pink <laughs> of the gum. Pink that one went around gum. for a It had like an alligator on it. Something it was oh, it was yeah. Lacoste energy but, gum. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool thing is, is like this this wasn't like something on social media. This wasn't something that we talked about or shared with others. It was like. <laughs> I mean, I, I know there's a million people in the world or billion people in the world and they all come up with their own thing. Give but like, but you guys like it, it, it wasn't something you saw on TikTok or it saw slowly on became Instagram. a thing. From it the, was the guy. Yeah, it was yeah. something yeah. that you guys did. Didn't it start as a baby Ruth? That was like re-gifted no, was over and over again. No, it was energy gum. No, I know, but there was like it was the something. Baby Ruth went back, I think, a couple times too. At one point. But I do remember so there was a big gap. We were talking about it, and it started with the energy gum, and it was a lot of us packaging the same thing back and forth for a few years. Yeah, and, and, and I amazing. think that was Dad. That's didn't Dad start that where he's like, "Here, give this to Blake or something," or he's like, "Here," and then it just like kind of kept going back and forth after that. But I do remember the baby Ruth also. Um, but that that's what was amazing. And, and I can remember when I was a kid, too. It was like, you know, we did crazy stuff like that. And I love how you guys Memories. Like continued it. Well, I remember yeah. you, Me too. You, you had some stories about pranks that you and Mike Rodolfi, the renowned Buddhist, used to pull on each other <laughs> back in the day. Yes. I want to hear a little bit more you insight into pranks? that. Cause can we bring him over here? Because he he might have to fact check me. Uh, yeah, we'd probably either. send one of our audience members over to bring him in. <laughs> he, he can sit on my mic. I'm curious now. I, I don't know who I think would be better at pranking. I think it might be Mish. I, I think Dad would I think, think it's something hilarious. Mish was a little bit younger and mischievous, so she kind of had yeah. the upper hand. I I would agree. I feel Mish strikes me as more of a rascal. <laughs> Dad was more of a good boy. I win at that game. What game? So, y'all tell know. your followers what we're doing tomorrow about the game. No. I well, our followers just lost the game. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. You want to understand? Yeah. <laughs> the game. <laughs> you think of the game, you lose the game. That's what? that's it. That's the whole thing. That's the game. Dumb. Don't think of the game, Is or you lose saw? the game. Isn't that saw? So you, did you not experience that? Was that you were younger no, than me. No, but 
we're so, so for, for Christmas, anyway, yes. Christmas we're doing a bunch of games. Yeah. Right? Yes. And yeah. it's a party game. One yeah. of the games that we're doing, which no, is he, amazing, he, he and, and people kid. have seen it probably on social media, is um what's it called? Who's who's the imposter? Oh, right? the imposter! Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the imposter? So, or so like shot roulette is another game. Or yeah, name or that I've shot heard roulette, right? So, I'm just saying that that this well, whiskey is really beautiful, but I don't think that people could see me sipping this whiskey and not know that I'm sipping whiskey. Right? Did did we go over what the game is? Because Matthew, no. Matt's got a kind of a blank. So the game, I'm a little confused. The game is everyone has a shot glass in front of them. Oh yes, yes. sorry. Yes. Okay, everyone has a shot Didn't glass register. in front of them. I only ahead. only sorry. one shot has whiskey in it. Yes, I've seen this on social media. Yes, and so you, everyone tries to guess who shot the whiskey. We yeah, know. based on how they react, right. whether it's whiskey or not. Okay, that you and I are not allowed you to participate. Are we not? <laughs> We're seasoned pros. I don't, I don't shoot whiskey, though. I don't know how well I'd be. Yeah, hey, I'm, Dad, how's it going? It's going good. We got Mike Rodolfi in the booth. Yeah. Or in the <laughs> dining room. Let me turn up his uh, gain because he's a little soft-spoken. Yeah, turn me up. And, uh, yeah. I was just... Uh, Mish was just starting to tell us uh, that you guys talker. apparently had your own little prank back and forth at one point. Uh, no, I said bring him over because... Okay. Yeah, I mean, stupid stuff, right? Like, the... This doesn't uh, pertain to Buddhism, does it? No. No, 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 no. Okay, good. No. Sensitive. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But... No, but my mom used to tell me growing up that you guys had a prank war going. So, yes, so he he started it. Because, you know, so back in the day, like in the 80s, you know, you didn't have a... it, It was a privilege to have a phone in your room, Right. So this happened, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, All right. So I would have a phone in my room, even though I couldn't. I could not be on my phone after 10 p.m. That was very, very. How would Gino know? He couldn't he, hear anything. Oh, <laughs> trust me, Grammy. I think Angie would. Grammy, yeah, Grammy was Angie the hard would ass. Pick huh? up the phone and know I was on it. But so I had a phone in my room, and my wonderful brother. <laughs> Would get my phone um, and put shaving cream in the headset. <laughs> and then my dad, so so our dad had a, a business line, right? So we had two phones in the house, which mm. is, again, for the 80s, extremely oh, a big rare. Deal. Yeah, sure. extremely rare. So so he thought I he mean, was so funny. It's also so rare funny. to have two landlines in your house nowadays. Rare to have one. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. <laughs> yeah, this is funny stuff. So he you can't did, do it today, though. No. So <laughs> he, put shaving he, cream on a cell phone. Put, so so take my headset and you know put shaving cream in the thing, and then he would sneak off to my dad's office and he would call the main number. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, oh my god, like it's my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whoever it was, right? Anybody but family <laughs> and I would go pick up the phone and psh, just full a head full of shaving cream because <laughs> it was the phone I had in my room. That's great. So he thought that was really funny. Yeah. Old school uh, pranks, <laughs> right? So, yeah so, yeah. so what was your retaliation? So retaliation would be like, um, I did, I, I remember doing the honey on the toilet seat. 
Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I probably should. I remember going I was going to ask if you did the, the saran must have been wrap bad on the toilet if, prank. Bad if yeah, Dad blocked it out. Yeah, I had to block it out. Wait, again, it was the Which 80s. brings us back to Buddhism, but that's another <laughs> That's another story. Saran wrap, but yeah, no, I remember putting the the honey, and so we did the honey on the toilet seat, and and whether you remember or not, whatever. But you you just love that that shaving cream prank, right? Yeah, I'm, I take after my father. I, yeah, I, I amuse myself. So, you know? so I do remember that me and my girlfriend Missy, we were like, okay, we have to get him back. Right. So we have to get him back. And so it, we never really, you know, did anything major, but you know, we, we would put like, um, I don't know, oil or grease on the doorknob or some stupid stuff, but come on, give us the big one. But no, Mike always managed to. Wow. So dad was the one that oh, so he had, so he had the one trick. We also are, he we have an eleven year difference in age. So what so. did you do to Christine? <laughs> well, we we fought a lot actually. We were like, did you? Really? We were like Matthew and Sarah actually. <laughs> uh, Sarah and I are besties now. Yeah. Now, well, so if you stepped Christine away from your meditations, you'd know that. <laughs> <laughs> Family uh, Records okay. does not condone shaming people for being Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We just do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do as we say, not as How we do. Christine. <laughs> uh, well, we were really little. Really, we were a lot closer in age. So, right. What was? The, what's the gap between you and Christine? Three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty close to me and Sarah. So. Yeah, two years. We were three. So Christine was. She she really didn't like me when I came along. And so, um, remember, vinyl was a big deal. And so she used to put, like, um, her albums, like um, Elton John or Kiss or whatever she put it, like their album covers in front of her door, and that was it. I was, I would never, yep, I would she never would put them come in along. front of the door? Yeah, and I would freak out, like, they what? were such Oh, like she would scare you with the album cover. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. All right. Yeah, yeah, so Wow, it's like a it's like a, a blocking spell or something. Huh? Like, <laughs> she warded her room. Warded the room, yeah. Still what was what album? Do you remember what albums? Why were they scary? No, but still to this yeah. I was would like think that Kiss News of the World by Queen Kiss, Kiss was, was a little scary. weird. Yeah, no, it wasn't Queen, but it was Yeah, it, this is Elton a John, good question that I want to know. Elton John was, you know, who very everyone's music was. Sparkly. Cuz dad, you were into like The Who, right? I liked The Who that was later though, you know. What was your big one when you were like a teenager? Uh, probably in high school Zeppelin was probably my band. Zeppelin, uh, probably a Zeppelin fan. Band. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was probably the, they were the Very biggest. Funny. Name three songs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no stairway. Amish, <laughs> no what was your band? No, mine. Yeah, what was or your his? band? No, yours. Because he he would let me in to listen to like you know records. I would. You guys would listen to records if, together. Yeah, oh, if fine. I was lucky, I would. I would. Did he put shaving to, cream um, in the record player headphones? On the headphones? No. <laughs> Here, but, come have some uh, music. If, if I was lucky, I would get to listen to Bob Croce. Oh. Jim Croce. Jim Croce. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Jim Croce or uh, I remember Steve Martin. Oh yeah, Steve Martin. Steve Martin was huge. Comedy is not pretty. Yeah. Great album, by the way. Good album. Are you sick? No, it's, no, it was it's comedy. comedy. No, Stand up oh, specials like, used to be wait. on vinyl. Everything used to be on vinyl. So if and when I ever get to that point, I will be releasing vinyl pressings of <laughs> my stand-up specials. We can't wait to see it, Blake. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're they're also going to be available shirt. on LaserDisc. Now, I, I do want to know Mish's band, though. No, Who was your band growing my up? My brother, would he, he introduced me to a lot of cool music. He did that to me, too. Did he come down and sit you down and make you listen to Billy Joel at like 11 p.m. at night in his underwear? <laughs> no, you got to hear Miss Saigon. It starts with a helicopter. It's pretty deep. And then you get super hooked Maybe. on Billy Joel. Maybe. That, not so, saying that happened Summer to me. Somewhere in Island Falls. <laughs> yeah, that was another one. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, w- I was more of the, like, I don't know. Poison. Well, I have all Twisted your records now. Motley yes. Crue. Regular 80s Rebel. You were a Rebel. big Motley Duran, Duran. Duran, Duran. Duran, Duran. Duran. I literally had three walls in my four ball bedroom where you could not see paint because it was covered in Duran Duran pictures. It was awful. <laughs> you still have a lot of that stuff too. I'm, you've got like a pillow. Was it a custom made yeah. pillow? Audrey. With one of the guy's faces I'm, on uh, it. I'm curious why Duran Duran was not your first response then. Yeah, right? <laughs> It should have been. Yeah, what was your music? That was when you were really young, though. Duran Duran, right? Like uh, middle school. Middle school, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was your end sync. But high school. Yes. High school was like (laughs) Molly Crew, Van Halen. Nice. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. But I got a little dark, too, and went with. Wasp and Anthrax and Dang. Metallica. Where, where, so Metallica's for both dark. of you guys, where did you stand anymore. on? A little bit. Where did you guys stand on Limp Bizkit? Before our time. After your time. Or after. after. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. After. That's funny. Okay, and who was Christine's music? Uh, Elton John. Uh, yep. Creedence Clearwater Revival was big with her. Okay. No uh, Simon and Garfunkel no. fans in the family, huh? No, I was probably I like yeah, Simon Christine and Garfunkel. Probably did a little bit. I, yeah. I bet you she did too. Oh, okay. That's her like that's like seventies, right? Sure, seventies stuff. I guess yeah, you would have been like, but you would have been like middle school. Well, I don't know what went in the seventies, and because you were sixty four, right? Uh, sixty two. Sixty two. Born sorry. in sixty two. Yeah. I graduated in nineteen eighty. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so they were your Duran Duran. Duran was kind of after my time. Do you really? Yeah, not bad though. I was just hear it coming from down the hall. You hear like hungry, like it's devil music. All right, Dad. While we have you on mic, though, we should ask you because we did start talking about the Christmas exchange. Do you have a favorite year between me and Blake? As as the as the referee, is this the first year you're not reffing? You don't know what I got him. Huh? I don't. I Do don't. Do you know what Blake I, got me? I just let him in on it, I think, yeah. today. I, ah. I, yeah, I did. I had to pay him 20 bucks, but yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> well, I'm looking to make 50, just so you know. So, yeah, to answer that question, um, I'll give you a favorite from both. Okay. I think that early in the early days, energy gum days, I think Blake really, really stepped it up 
with first of all the jello and he was pretty yeah. young at the time so i think he had help Michelle. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh yes he did but also uh, blake still doesn't know how to make jello <laughs> but, but years Just later the that you mix the milk in and put it in the fridge years later at this house when blake buried your gift in the yard was yes. pretty, pretty good yeah Got a shovel. Was, I I lost on gift quality. I was gonna I say that's the year I got him the. Uh, uh, oh God, what was that? That was the year I got him the the cameo from oh, Earl yeah. Dibbles Jr. Was that the same that year? Was that was the same year. That was amazing. That was the same year. Well, that was a good one. But honestly, I think that you, Matthew, you got some of the the high notes of the exchange. Been, we were talking about this early on. It was a lot of back and forth. Then he was killing it for a while. Post energy gum. Yeah. The first outing, yeah. and then like the post post energy gum. The last, yeah. like I've been, I was doing well for a no, while. It, it, Matthew yeah. was a Wait, game changer. Yeah. Matthew what about the, the, ta- the goat and two chickens yeah. changed yeah. everything. The goat and two chickens, the castle, <laughs> and uh, that was just and last year too. Dibs was those were pretty pretty good. Those yeah, 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 yeah. What about the same year you guys like? Two years we so did the twice, same thing. Twice we've both, done the same yeah. exact thing. We did the pinatas like yes. two years ago, and yes. we did the wooden box, which we've brought up. And the pinatas years like kind of was lame. I got yeah, you a T-shirt. You got lame. me a calendar. Yeah, although Blake got did you on the scr- on the box one because yeah, he uses rusty screws. Yeah. Remember that rusty screws, <laughs> scrap wood. Yeah. did not the word. I, we we no. like pre. You helped me. We pre drilled all the holes. No, he just you, did it in like ten minutes. So it was I, like I, thirty screws, and it took me like two hours. I competed. So I decided to compete that year on difficulty. You decided to compete on presentation. That was a good presentation. Yeah, that was the salute. We were talking with Sarah. The salute. For him, or I think for me? I got for him me? a gift card. No, I, I remember your gift. Yeah, yeah mine was, was the picture of Salim with my face is, on it. it yeah, I think I got him a gift card. Shout out Salim. Shout out Salim. The dogs pooping. That was the pinata one. Still hanging in the office. Yeah, we do these every week. It's like and three years out of date now. Your dog pooping in my yard. I saw you sent it to me recently. Yes. So what about the best gift that you ever gave Audrey, Matthew? Ooh, that I gave Audrey. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps it depends on uh, when her gift arrives, if it arrives in time for tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to step up. I don't know. Up. I think my best the, one so far for Audrey face like this. Was, was the sunflower yeah. 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 The favorite cousin one. No, but I, 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 <laughs> right. when we were driving down today, I was looking at old... Like, Say it into the Christmas. mic, Sarah. Oh. Um, I, was, I was looking at old like Christmas photos from years past uh, driving down today. And I found a picture. It was a selfie that I took of Audrey, but not with Audrey. It was just of her sweater, which was Matthew's face. And I just took a picture <laughs> with Matthew from her uh, sweater. Good times. That's great. I do have a lot of coffee cups with your face on them. Yes. That was amazing how you guys went back and forth, right? So perhaps it's not you, over. You sent perhaps. Audrey a, a button with yes. your face on it. And then she sent you on a whim. By she, the way, we found that at the, the button, fair. Right? And it was just an oversized button. And well, she what took was a picture. Uh, Give me the mug for the mug for the mug and with a picture of her the wearing the button. You held the mug and did her or did this the jacket jacket ho- yeah holding the I, mug with the picture of her with yeah with the button. Yeah, we talked about that, the Dwight thing on the collar. You guys yeah, we got put, a Dwight Schrute meme on there. <laughs> you put the Jonas Brothers to shame. Jonas and John Stamos? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. 
You We've put outdone him. Shame. Actually, it's funny because you guys will appreciate it if it comes this year because Audrey was the last one to gift that. She gift after I got her the shirt, she gave me the blanket with her wearing the shirt with all the things on. And I was sitting for how long now? A year? Having no idea how you outdo a blanket. What's well, I told Blake, I was like, what do you do next? Like a tent? What do they do? Like a custom tent with your face on it? Yeah, no. I it out. But I figured it out. So I don't know how she's going to outdo this next one. It has touchdown in California. It, it is in California. California. So it might be arriving like, tomorrow. It was on it, a plane it just in like time for the gift exchange. It might. came from China, so it probably came to California. So it might make it. We paid for expedited shipping. But we'll see. But so th- nice. this really has kind of become almost the opening act to our gift exchange. Audrey and me are the opening act. Audrey, yeah. we need to step our game out. Let's put Blake out. <laughs> you guys want to make? We want to make Audrey. You guys want to make the main, main one. card? Yeah, yeah. And then you'll be like the afterthought. <laughs> mm. Well, jokes on you. I'm gonna go put shaving cream on Uncle Mike's <laughs> receiver and give him a call. <laughs> then we'll be the main event again. <laughs> Doesn't work with cell phones. It's not the same. <laughs> you need that little cup inside the air hole. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. How did you clean shaving cream out of a headset? Out of your ear hole is the question. <laughs> oh. Q-tips? Oh. It can't fart. Yeah, it does dry up eventually. It does. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I have a question then, since you're on Mike Dad. Um, before our exchange, you and Eric had a little exchange. I remember when you guys would get each other like, like uh, uh, toilet paper funny toilet paper oh, or yeah. like uh, toilet, toilet like putt putts yeah, yeah like, i think eric kind of started that mainly um <laughs> <laughs> i only remember a couple of years of that but that was a part of the inspiration for messing with blake yeah there was always like yeah something. well that and all the trauma my dad put you through what trauma i'm fine <laughs> oh right no <laughs> we, well we've talked about the whole thing with my dad's twin brother paul yeah. <laughs> haven't oh, seen him in have? years <laughs> yeah. oh yeah we that never told amazing. that story <laughs> hey paul come see my room <laughs> <laughs> my favorite uh, uh good stuff dad would contest that i was a very gullible and kind i always talk about on the podcast kind, that i'm kind i'm a very i was a very i was a good boy yes <laughs> i was always a good boy right <laughs> sarah, sarah would attest to this i was a good boy my sisters were a little more willing Sarah to be... Sarah kept you in line. By scratching you? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah uh, kept the bar high. Sarah was the alpha in the family. Sam, Sam and I would come together in defense, or survival, yep, however you want yep, to put it. Yep. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah was the alpha. And Here's then the Sarah alpha. would decide, when we were growing up, Sarah would decide that one of us, me or Sam, was on her side. And then we would, every time Sam out, one of us would jump on and be like, okay, yeah, I'm on the cool side now with Sarah. I'm going to make fun of the other person. And then the other person would feel like crap, and then you'd feel bad, and then you'd go apologize. Yeah, it was uh, quite an upbringing. <laughs> you guys were all, like, so sweet, That kind of sounds so, like the prisoner's so dilemma. So pure and it was so, a lot like that. so perfect, all Aww. of you. you. You guys were in your in your own way, and... and yeah, yes. Sarah is perfect yes. in all of her own ways. 
In You're all right. seriousness, though, <laughs> seriously, this family is all about love and yes. comedy. But love, is, <laughs> we try. But love, is the, what are you talking about? Thing. This is a straight documentary style documentary. Yeah, this, this is a serious <laughs> podcast. Have I been drinking? <laughs> documentary. This is a history podcast. You Can't go, you yeah. tell by the last ten minutes of every episode? <laughs> oh man, Dad, did you, did you see any? Uh, Great stories of Mish. She has nothing on you growing up. You have any great stories to tell on Mish? Eric oh God, held back. He came on the show and told a few stories. No. And then after the mic were off, started telling us stories about like you getting into brawls with your neighbor and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You guys know me. It's not. And, and Michelle is like the kindest, sweetest person in the world, which is what you don't want to hear. She's the most loving person. She's the best aunt of all time. I like to think right? that she has a secret life right? drag racing. Best, best aunt of all time. Shout out. <laughs> JR, are you listening? JR. We don't shout out JR anymore. Love we you, take JR. Christine's side. <laughs> I love JR. Oh, actually, we got two Italians on the podcast. This is a great opportunity. So, Christine, our number JR's one fan, mom. JR's mom, contends <gasps> that salsa is not what you call the. Yeah, Italian so, sauce. So they, they call pasta sauce gravy. They call it gravy. Death. I was we just talking on the phone with her a few days ago. She it. contests that Blake calling it salsa is wrong. So, And he's convinced that our family calls Italian pasta sauce salsa. I didn't say our no, family. So I said Grant. Gino. Gino, but you said salsa. you're the one that also goes. But that's the Italians call it salsa. Well, that's the whole point of this. It's contestant. literally the Italian word for sauce. So. So Are you sure you it didn't was, mean we're talking about Italian American. So it was called gravy. You guys, salsa, grandpa called it gravy. Salsa. Grandpa called it gravy. Grandma I never heard him call it gravy because well, uh, mostly Grammy, but it it was gravy. But then like he called it salsa after it my salsa. mom because there was a Hispanic in the family. No, <laughs> no. He like here, but Mary, it, have some chips. You can dip it in it. It's like it's like um, it, you could have. I don't know, multiple names for the same thing. Sure. Right? So, but it is. Would you say Blake's wrong in claiming that salsa is a term for in it? Or would you just say that it's different, no. different family? Different you can strokes. look it up. It is literally Italian wrong. for okay. sauce. But, but gravy. I will die on this hill. Does that make uh, pesto a green sauce? Yes. Salsa verde? Yes. Okay. No, uh, not, not verde. <laughs> Vervi? It's different. What? You're thinking yeah, what, of the verb. We're going back to 80s music. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> oh, God. I really hope that's audible for the listeners at home. <laughs> Chelsea hitting that was me. such a great slap. <laughs> we need more mics. We do need more uh, mics. Sarah jumps off mic. Come on, Sarah. Sarah, you want back in? I need to go rub my belly and my bald head. <laughs> do the Buddhist thing. Do the Buddhist thing. Yeah. Do the Buddhist thing. All right. Peace out. All right. Oh. Thanks, Dad. All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining he us. Jumps in, <laughs> jumping in with us. Of course. We'll have to do another. Have to do another episode. Oh yeah. Well, if you're in town, <laughs> thank for a you, few brother. Days, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Let's we'll we'll get another one going. All right, Sarah. Tell us your greatest prank against Sam. Thank you, brother. I love Was it you. the time that you made her bleed? When did, when did I make her bleed? Oh, you Ooh. used to use your nails and oh my God. dig into our skin till we bled. <laughs> okay, this is no, good. No, there was Sam. <laughs> there were a few good times when Sam was the butt of the joke. Like it, 
I think my favorite was the whole, um, you guys had convinced her when she Sam, was... Sam, you can come on here and defend yourself. Oh, oh she's not even in here. Wait, Never mind. We don't need to talk about that. His, what's her name? Voldemort? Voldemort. Yeah. Voldemort. When, you, when you would convince Voldemort that at like 11 years old, she would uh This is not me. This transition. is Matthew. This is Matthew and Delish. This is Matthew and <laughs> Delish. Can I, I would love to have Delish on the show. Me too. Oh, so would love great. to hear that conversation. Oh, yeah. Can I tell I know she listens. Matthew's story? Come on out. About Are you talking about the time we convinced her that she changed sexes when she yeah. was nine? Yeah, or when you, or when no, it was Christmas, was you put who? your bed in. That was me and Danielle convinced. Uh, that was Blake. No, they convinced oh no, 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 we got Blake he in on it. He was seven. We got Blake in on it. Oh yeah, we started. They started we with Sam. It, we started with Sam. It was Blake. No, it they, started with no, Sam at that dad's house, and then we brought it up with here Jacob and Sam. Remember? <laughs> no, no, Shout we, out no that Rupert. was with them. That was our our I'm, horrible I'm, comedy is like a plague in this family. It spreads. Had a lot of yeah, no, wow. that was definitely dealish and Matthew, but it's, I also it's think strong whiskey. I'll give it uh, to him. So, okay, yes, please. But didn't please. wasn't it you, Matthew, and dealish who also um, told Sam that you have to put your bed in the living room on Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right, something ridiculous like that. I don't. We remember. convinced her that Santa doesn't come if you don't put a bed in the in the living room <laughs> of the living for room. Christmas. Santa puts the presents under the bed. And she was like, no, it's a tree. <laughs> the problem is with our family so big is you get two cis siblings on a topic like that and you can convince the others. Convince them of oh, anything, yeah. Oh, yeah. quite literally. So What's that on? Not even well, you guys are siblings. Oh, right, cousins. Yeah. We're a different you, kind of, different breed of cousins. Uh, you and Blake are siblings. We're in a very big did family. You, did you go over the whole um, Paul, Eric and Paul thing? Yeah, we Uncle We've Paul? About that. Yeah. About I've been that trying to get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't right. tell you the last time I've seen Paul. It'd be, yeah. great. It'd be great to see him. You know, wow. it's been years hey, Paul, for me, too. see my room. <laughs> oh, man. That was amazing. And, like, Matthew was... To be like, fair, I had a pretty badass room. Matthew did have a cool room <laughs> yes, at that house. You were, like, you were, like, you were the firstborn, right? Okay. I mean, like... Tatum, sort family. of, kind of. We had yes, Tatum. Tatum but oh like, yes, Tatum. Oh yes, from the my mom and my dynamic. Yeah. For yeah, from your mom and your dad, you were the firstborn, so you were seriously tortured. Yeah, that's fair. And I, have, I actually have a question. Ladies and for you gentlemen, about Paul, is that like, you, Paul? Yes. <laughs> is that so you, Paul? Like, like, like we would almost. No, Paul doesn't like, have a beard. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, so that's of just course Eric. we would like find joy in upsetting you and it's wrong and i'm sorry no that's, that's, cool. what, that's what sam does to lila i do to my I think kids. it's part of being an aunt or an oh, uncle yeah. right? I, I eric a... eric Paul, so, so hold on is, so, is this what they talk about when they talk about so, like continuing the cycle yeah so okay so 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 it sounds like a pattern be, in our family so i used to help your mom with daycare right yes. mm-hmm. so so we you know be like making snacks or whatever and so you would do like crafts and stuff with us, right? Yeah, I remember I, that. I did preschool yeah. with you guys. I, I was right. certified and oh, all nice. that. So, yeah. um, so I could have reported you to the board. I know, right? <laughs> so I know. Don't tell Chelsea. Um, so it was kind of amazing because Eric and your mom just like, you know, got Buddies. along so well. So, <laughs> we, and, and Matthew, I love you so much, but you're so gullible. So, we if would you like, say so. We would be like making brownies, you know. Oh God! And is this the story? I was going to ask this. I brought it up to Eric, and he 
He was like, I don't remember that. Will you convince oh, me it was poop? Yes. Oh, I have pictures. Oh, yes. so, I knew it really happened. So we would make, <laughs> It wasn't just a dream. We would make brownies. It was real scarring. And I remember telling your mom, I'm like, okay, I'm Yeah, no, your therapist you. was right. This right? really happened. So, so I dipped my hands in the brownies and I said, Matthew, and I put my hands around your face. <laughs> and you, I have pictures. You scream and you have chocolate all over your face and you were like just screaming yeah. you were uh-huh. so upset quote uh-huh. unquote it I, is weird that someone would be upset if they thought there was poop on their because face because like, <laughs> you knew I, I changed diapers and I told you it was poop well to be <laughs> but, to be fair I have a mother that would often wrap up poop diapers and throw them at us <laughs> from strangers kids so as Sarah okay. can relate Ew. But, but okay, so so we Classic did that. Mary. But then even Classic so Mary. so Eric would so so we were we were what eighteen high school ah uh, to be young again and so <laughs> so so Eric would be like okay well Mary Jo give me a box you know and he would be like give me ketchup and he would put ketchup in a box with his finger and. He'd be like, Matthew, open the top, and Matthew would open it, and here would be Eric's finger with blood or ketchup all over it, and you would be freaking out. And like a big, dumb, gullible dummy, I would think that it was real. (laughs) And for some reason, freak out when I saw a severed limb. (laughs) But it was amazing. (laughs) Tell me why you freak out anytime our kids bump their heads or anything. Yeah, right. I know. So, so that was That's the best part. part. Of so, 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 Matthew. So, the best part is Eric would do that to you, and then you would like be really upset because you know you were a very smart, very intelligent young man. That's a nice way of saying like, wimp. You would be like, "Oh my gosh, this is like you know bloody, gory." I, I was get concerned out of here. for Eric Paul's safety. Yes, you know. and then sure, and then your little all sister, that jazz. And then, and then the best part was no. Ellis is not a queen. He does not fuck with that. Yeah, no. Ellis is not me. Best part was your little sister Sarah would come over and go. She'd stick her finger in and go, Eric Paul, that's ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, oh, that's so she, perfectly. She knew. She knew. Uh, that sums up you guys' yeah. dynamics so well. Sarah, how old would I have been at that point? Like three, four? Five. Five? So Sarah was like three, three? walking over. Yeah. It's just ketchup. <laughs> just ketchup. <laughs> Sounds just but like it's me. Not, it's not like you were... You were just like, you were so loving and so trusting. trusting. Yes, yeah. trusting. <laughs> well, see, that's that's the thing. They were just trying to teach you and not to be so trusting because the real world is that harsh. <laughs> there you but go. let's be honest, this one would be like, <laughs> uh-uh. Like, nice, sweet, trusting <laughs> kids. And Sarah like, didn't uh, trust uh, anyone. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> well, can you imagine if she did that? It was like actually blood, though. Like, this is ketchup. She just ate. She just ate the blood. Wait, that's that's really. Oh, she that's just really ate. irony for ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's silly. Silly. Good times. Oh man! And then uh, we left Blake alone. Once yeah. he came oh, around, my entire right. childhood. we didn't bother him at all. Right. There was no retribution. Nope. Especially Sarah. Uh, Sarah holds whatsoever. the family record for most times pushing Blake into a pool. <laughs> with all of his clothes on? With, yeah, all, with all my clothes yeah. on. Thank uh, God this happened. Probably this, she holds the record for with swim trunks on, too. 
I'm sure. It's not worth putting in the book. Count that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I I think we're lucky that like cell phones weren't as widespread of a thing because you you would owe me thousands of dollars. Oh no! Uh, I'm sure we would have been taken away from our parents. (laughs) Hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No. Yeah, you were too young to have a phone, anyways. But still, I. uh, I don't know well, why. Not by you're today's easy, standards. Like, Blake, you were like me. You were, you were trusting. Yeah. Yeah. You were gullible and I trusting. Like, oh, I bet you, Eric, good when you were born and, and he saw you, them up. <laughs> Eric saw you as gullible as I was, he was probably like, oh, God damn it. Yep. <laughs> like, you know, like, ah, oh, shit. And he probably he thought he was a was kid that you. was like savvy and it ended up being you. No. It, yeah. it, it's amazing that <laughs> Audrey's, yeah, Audrey didn't trust anyone. Poor Matthew. No, it's amazing that between our dads, it's yours that converted to Buddhism because mine got a lesson in karma when I came along. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey okay. And Audrey's even more like stern than Sarah because she would have tasted it, recognized that it was blood and just said, this is blood. <laughs> and dead-eyed you. <laughs> in all honesty, if I don't know if you... If, if this is good news or whatever, but okay, let's go Matthew, with that. When you came along, Eric was like, softy. I hope my child's this handsome. No, he's like, <laughs> he's like, this is a cool I hope kid. my child can grow you better know? beard than like, this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he really, he really thought Matthew was cool. And uh, that is a nice thing to say to your girlfriend's cool, sister in law. And yeah, like, they yes, they were. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of great pictures was, of Matt and my dad the, at, at their yes. wedding. I got to wear you, a cowboy hat. Are you showing I that? Think. Oh. Did I? Yes. Well, yes. Where are they? What am I? You were the ring bearer. I was. And flower girl over wore, here. No big deal. You wore like the little, <laughs> you know, cowboy. Yeah. You were so He had a massive belt but buckle too. So, so aside from that. The whole time, I think. I believed, I actually believed the whole wedding that it was a real wedding. Now I, I know believe, that's me being eh, gullible. It really was. I believe my dad was clean shaven for the wedding. So did you think that Paul I was thought married that my I, mom? Yeah, I was like, hey, Andy, you're supposed to marry Eric. And Paul's <laughs> here. <laughs> I know. But but weirdness aside. I was like, aside, Dad, what's up Weirdness aside, Eric, you know, being an outsider, mm-hmm. he... he I have There's a hard time album. believing my dad he was loves. ever really an outsider in this family. Oh, no. Yeah, he no, loves I don't see that. our family. I mean, like <laughs> he fits in. He, with, was, he fits okay, in with the Rodolfi's so, better than with his own so family. He, yeah. he doesn't want me. He to always say this. talks about how he likes dad better than his dad. He doesn't want me to say this, but <laughs> like I wish you know. Mike Rodolfi was my dad. I hear him say that all the time and alone in his room. <laughs> so he, of course, he loves Matthew and and Sarah. Is that a mullet? But <laughs> who's that with the mullet? <laughs> Is that Matthew? Is that that's Johnny Gold? That's the Johnny. That's the guy that chased wow. you around with Rocky Mountain but, oysters and tried to get you to eat them. No, 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 no. that was Clint, wasn't oh, it? I thought it was both of them. Miss showing some legs. Yeah, there's Clint. All right, so y'all want? Wow, that's quite a cowboy hat. Yeah. Thank you. So y'all want like you want the crazy story? Yeah, give yes, us the crazy story. Absolutely. So as you're looking through the album you yeah, can they see pulled how the, they pulled the album out they were now for looking their wedding. through it how, yeah. my how close wedding. we are yeah. and and matthew was actually wearing my belt buckle that <laughs> i got he? yes that's that's my I buckle. i remember you gave me a belt buckle to wear N- uh, you barred it that's my buckle 
<laughs> little little cowboy yeah. Matthew. I guess so. <laughs> and Sammy was just in her mother's tummy. So but it's okay, tell, Sarah we've was got there. The whole family. Sarah out was here. there. Sarah was. <laughs> Ooh, look at those bangs, Sarah. <laughs> My bangs. Yes, that's what Mish just said. Oh, you we were talking over here. I didn't hear it. Wow. You know what's wild about these pictures of Eric without a beard? It looks like he would only be able to grow a beard as good as mine. But he actually can grow a real beard. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Sure. Day and a half. That's all it takes. <laughs> Day and a half, he looks like Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Day and a half, he looks like I, I wish I could look. So he grows a beard like oh, Mikey yeah. does. Uh, Tatum, that's right. You and Tatum were both flower girls, right? Yeah, wasn't Jackie yeah, a flower Matt. girl too? No? So you say my old man grows a beard like Mikey does. God, Where like one day he's clean shaven, the next day he's got a beautiful, luscious, full beard. <laughs> Uh, we should Sorry. probably keep talking. Yeah, no, we're like listening to Eric. He's off mic. Family in the background. Eric, come get on mic. Yeah, hop on mic. <laughs> okay, he's, he's, he needs to get on mic because I'm not hearing it. I think we need we need Eric Paul on mic. Matthew is very very handsome. No, and he's saying that Matthew was very patient. If you told him to stand off to the side holding the pillow, he would just stay in one spot holding yes. the pillow. Ellis would be playing in the pews, underneath the pews. He would be, you know... Jumping jacks. Yeah, he'd be twirls. asking if he could wear one of the robes so he could twirl around in it. Because like, Matthew had So what you're saying is if you had gotten me into softball, Matthew, I would have gone far. Yeah, you had the fear of God in you. I did have the fear of God You had God the fear of God. Matthew, if you... Mess this up, man. Well, you've met Mary, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Mary came on and told some stories about La Chancla. Her name is Mary. We found out later that her actual name is Mary. She was told that her name is Mary Joe her whole life. And then we only found out that, I think she told the show, that on the episode she was on, she told this story that, remember grandma used to say, your name's not Mary, it's Mary, Mary Joe. People call you Mary Joe. Yeah. And then she found out like in her 40s that her birth certificate actually says Mary, middle name Joe. Last name. Yeah. yeah. So it is Mary. Yeah, it is it Mary. It is Mary. It is Mary. Yes. But Maria. don't call her Mary. But I accidentally called Hold her Mary little. the last time we were down there just a few weeks ago, and I almost had to divorce her son. She was not happy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, really? if you I hadn't call called her Mary, her Mary you would have had to divorce her son. Yeah. What about I call Samantha? her Mary all the time, and she's never bothered. Samantha Joe. <laughs> Sammy Joe. Joe is, in fact, her middle name. Mom is was Vladim- told that she was yep. named Mary Joe because Maria and Joseph. Maria I was going to say Mary Joseph. Mary Joseph from <laughs> Jesus. Bringing it all we back to Sammy Christmas. Josephine. Sammy Josephine. <laughs> she thought it was her middle name. Sammy Josephine. Oh, man. Good times. Good times. Good times. Um, so Audrey kids. was never Honestly, gullible. She saw through your shit every time. No. No, she well, saw through. I don't, I don't know that I'd say every but time, but yeah, it but was not guys, the same as you or me. In, you and I were gullible. You guys were good kids. <laughs> I don't think yeah. Yeah. Audrey takes after me. Either. I think that's why. You what? Yeah, put... 
Oh. Give her a mic. I think it's less less about me being gullible and more about Blake just not being very convincing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Does that mean See, that I convinced you? I, I would I mean, agree with you, except that, yeah, it was not just me <laughs> trying to. Okay, Audrey, who is better at, at trolling you, me or Blake? You. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, because Matthew would find a joke and he'd stick with it and he wouldn't break. I feel like eventually Blake would break. <laughs> Very true. Give me an example. I, I, I can't well, think I, of one time. You just like, wouldn't stay as strong with the jokes as he would. Like You wouldn't be as confident? Yeah. It is a confidence thing. Blake. It is a confidence, confidence thing. I, don't, thing. I just think, you know, like you, have, you were my sister. To I had in to be on your team. <laughs> When all the cousins were messing with you, I feel like I had to be on your team. That's why. Because he didn't have a team. I don't think you understand. I was always <laughs> on her team. So, so even aside That's from, how I played from it. the cousins, remember when you were seven, you got to pick your name. Remember? Oh, yeah. You yeah. used to be called Rodrigo. Oh, yeah. I you thought Rodrigo like, was my older brother who disappeared. You would disappeared. be like, what? Wait, where's it? And she was like, you can pick Dad? your new name. And you were like, Eric. Blake Sweet. Sounds Remember? like a country star. Yeah. We'd be like, because we did. You weren't the only kid, but I can't. I can't say like, no. Oh, my God. When you hit seven, it's like, OK, you would like pick your identity. Pick your identity. You got to choose. I was stuck with this. Yes. <laughs> And what did you choose? Yeah, what did you choose? What did you choose? Well, what I mean, you, I you already laid this out. I chose this instead of Rodrigo, you know, from all the stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little confused as to what you're describing. No, I, so, so the whole thing was, I don't know that it was seven years old. It might have been like five or something like that. But when you hit a certain age, you get to choose your own name. Yeah. That was that was. What the are you guys, like Native pulled. American? <laughs> I feel like that's a Native American thing. It, it is absolutely a Native American thing, but I did not learn that until so later. So, why in did life. you pick your name? What was it? No, Blake was the choice. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. Is anyone else lost? A little bit. I'm super lost. So, Blake, you were given the name Blake, and your mom yeah, and dad told you. I decided, you, you know what? This fits me. I'm going to stick seven. with it. I, where's well, Mike Rodolfi? I need to get this story. Did you guys hear the story about grandpa and dad in Indian? It was Indian Scouts? No. Where they had to pick the grandpa used to tell me this story. Say they have to pick each other's name because you're like in it, father, son in Indian Scouts. Yeah, and and like just like that movie uh, Jungle to Jungle. I was gonna say Jungle to Jungle. Jungle Chevy Chase. No, 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 it was uh, Man of the House. Not Man of the House. It was, I think, but Chevy Chase, right? It's Chevy Chevy Chase and uh, Jonathan Taylor Taylor Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, but it's the same thing. And dad and grandpa were apparently in it. Grandpa used to tell me we have to pick the names, and. Grandpa, dad picked yeah, for him like running house, okay. water or something like that. And grandpa thought it was hilarious that he picked dad's name was running nose. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. I haven't get dad to confirm that. But grandpa's told me that story like three times in my life. And I don't know that I've ever heard from any other time or any other person that they were in Indian Scouts together. You know, asterisks. I know that Indian Scouts probably isn't a thing anymore and it's inappropriate and all that stuff. But that's what it was called. Right. It's Native uh, American Scouts now. I don't know if they changed it at all, but um, they were in that together. And I just think it's hilarious. Grandpa called him running nose. <laughs> he thought it was so, you know, what grandpa is, he starts telling you and he's laughing before laughing. you even hear the punchline. Oh, yeah. Just like Blake. And he, he oh, yeah, tells you a joke every week. Cause he forgets that he told you it before. Yeah, exactly. You've heard it five <laughs> times. Um, That's a good one. Gino. <laughs> God bless you. Gino. Okay. Oh, this is bitters. Don't overdo it on the bitters. Dad, is it true? Um, 
Grandpa used to tell me that you guys were in Indian Scouts together. Is that true? That we were what? In Indian Scouts? Yes, that is true. And he used to tell me that you gave him a name that was like Running Squirrel or something like that. And uh, that he was he would laugh every time he told me that he named you Running Nose. <laughs> is that true or is Grandpa just bullshitting me? Uh, I think he was Kenya. I don't really recall that. I know the Indian thing, right? He but, told me that like three times in my life. I can't believe I've never told you that. <laughs> he was, and he would laugh because you know how Grandpa is. Right. And crack up every time. But uh, yeah, I was probably seven or eight, something like that. So wow. I don't really recall that. But really? That's probably where you got this idea you any from. Good memories of you and Grandpa and Indian Scouts, though? Do anything uh, cool? It was pretty, it's like pre Cub Scouts. It's pretty young, right? Yeah. So, was a, a lot, lot of the. Did they teach the you how to tie knots? Troop leader telling you what you had to do and grandpa going, what? <laughs> he, he had better hearing back in those days. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it was just kind of a father son thing. It was quick, short lived, let's put it that way. Grandpa was BSing me. Grandpa, man. No, he was probably He's telling the truth, to be honest with you. It'd be like you remembering something about Ellis at this age, you know? Oh, so you were that young. You yeah. were like four or five years old, huh? Yeah, yeah probably first grade, maybe. Oh, something man, like let's that. get Christine on here. She might remember. She was a little older. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. That's wild. I, I, I wonder if that's true or not. Grandpa, classic troll. <laughs> this, is, this reminds me of another one of... So one of Grandpa's favorite stories to tell me, uh, whenever we went like to the seven. cabin, was he would talk, he would talk about when uh, when your dad was young, he took him out fishing somewhere, and used to tell me that he had caught or he had hooked a fish, and then a bird swooped down and picked the fish out of the water. I have not heard that story. Is that true? That is a true story. So, so that actually happened. Yeah. That that was not. See, I always assumed he was bullshitting me. Well, I guess he never fished, but so we went on a, <laughs> we went on a, um, like a uh, corporate type of fishing thing, right, with guided fishermen up in Eureka, and uh, so it was like when the salmon were running in September, whatever they're spawning, and uh, anyway, so all the seagulls so like gross. just hang around the boats, right, and so you're using live bait, and you throw these, and again, I was like seven or eight years old, you cast... Wait, so this is a true tackle. story. You caught a bird. Yeah, no, it was big tackle, right? Because it's a split. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, Wait, like, with Nano? With Dad? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, you cast out, and the bird sees your... Because they're, they're, the seagulls are just hanging over the boats, right? And so when they when you cast out, they see your live bait. They swoop in before it hits the water, and, uh, and the seagull, like bit the, the you know got hooked right hooked in oh the, lord so, wow so anyway yeah so, did you reel it in no <laughs> I, think, I think the guide killed it so oh! <laughs> what a pulled out a ending. pistol and just <laughs> pulled the joe exotic on him but <laughs> i was gonna say me myself and irene <laughs> that's a good one too that's kind of amazing <laughs> but that really did happen blake Really? <laughs> wow. So that that was one of the few stories that I didn't believe as a kid. <laughs> wow. Come Everybody to find out it's true. Because <laughs> it was so improbable and grandpa didn't fish, right? That's what I didn't right. even more improbable. That that's what makes it amazing. I would love if you like, and Mish would I love hearing that. Yeah, no, great. Grandpa's a 
character. <laughs> I love learning more about him when he was younger. Same. Um, I want a really good Uncle Manuel story. Do you, <laughs> oh, you guys have to have a great Uncle Manuel story. <laughs> like, what about the fart, Dad? <laughs> Tell Eric us about Paul, the fart. Are you near? No comment. <laughs> no comment. Oh, really? Oh, sounds so wild. Juicy stories. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Manuel used to be on the streets shooting black tar heroin. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uncle Manuel's a former blood. Yeah, his gang <laughs> the blood. Uncle Manuel. He's okay, the so one man I will to tell you. I will tell you about Uncle Manuel. So, so remember, I was a peanut, right? <laughs> what? He said, "God said, careful." Careful. He says, "Careful." I I was a peanut, right? So. I remember this van coming up on the driveway. And it started with Uncle Manuel showing up in a van? <laughs> yes. Love Not it. Keep just going, a please. Van. I've heard stories Not about this. Not just van. a van. The van had Freebird painted on the side. <laughs> and it was. Okay, hold. No, there's no way that's true. I promise. This Not the same manual. I, I, this is a different no manual. I've, I've gotten this story. This is back when it went by yeah. Manuel. Wall-to-wall yes. carpet on the inside. My brother can... It, it's all true. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. Uncle Manuel himself loves to tell me about how he used to personalize his van instead of expressing himself through tattoos. Like, those were his wow. two options. <laughs> so he chose the van. Respect. Well, that's kind of part of being a blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here's a funny uh, Uncle Manuel story. So Uncle Manuel... They were living in Sacramento, and he'd go through a sketch neighborhood just for fun because he was clowning around. <laughs> he would, like, flash gang signs to guys on oh. the street. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they would flash them back. And he didn't even, he didn't even know what he was doing. He was like, <laughs> just for entertainment value. In the van? What? Just cruising around in the van? Well, he would do van. it like with you guys in the van? Not in the van. So it would be like, you're like, hey, oh, Mike, look at this. I'm just screwing around. <laughs> What's up? And then yeah, drop some gang signs. No, sign the van was, <laughs> that was Nano. Nano said, you know what? You want to marry my daughter? Lose the van. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is post van. This is more like minivan with kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three kids in the back just... Flipping gang signs driving through Sacramento. Hey kids, try this one out. <laughs> Can you spell blood with your finger? Oh my God. Sarah knows exactly what I'm talking about because we always say flash gang signs. And even Blake at the fishing trip this year, we did a pose. We did, Blake. I think we did. Uh, we did a Manny. West side. Yeah, well, we did, we did West Side. And then there's like a notorious Christmas photo um, <laughs> in front of the white flocks tree. And Manny's got oh, his yeah, hat on right. backwards. And he's doing something like this in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> but that really happened. That's where that came from. Oh, and man. So I'm just trying to keep the bit alive. <laughs> Forever. So, what was that Christine's favorite gang sign? <laughs> Do we not know? Uh, the, I mean, she, she strikes me as a West Side person. The, no. The reality is Aunt the Christine. The sign of the cross. Aunt Christine with the crypt. And Uncle the Manuel was a blood. Yeah, <laughs> they had a beautiful moment together. <laughs> so like how the they got out. The exactly. Aunt Christine was a sign of the cross. Aunt Christine used to listen to a lot of Biggie. Did really? she know? Oh, really? No. No. 
Oh, she God. strikes. She strikes See, me as more of a Pac listener. I, I almost kind of believe yeah, West it, Coast Dad. Come on, sounds right up her alley. Like <laughs> she just to be different. She was it's, into it's, Biggie. It's right there with Elton John and CCR. I know she. <laughs> yep. She loved Elton John. <laughs> I was kind of at that point. It's like I was kind of wait for you to be like Allison Chains or something like that. <laughs> She was really into like corn. Too soon. Nope. Uh, well, different. She, so, not Alice in Chains, but that Alice my... Cooper. Alice... That's yes. what I meant. Alice there, Cooper. Oh my God. A story Sorry. About Tell Aunt the story. Nick. Al- well, wait, what? There's actually the an Alice Cooper story? story. You know. Well, so what? Tell us, Blake. This was she in SAC, at, right? In Granite Bay at the golf course. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You you know go the ahead. story better than is I do. This is a story that's not supposed to be told because I love it. Well, no. So she tell us again where she worked. She worked at the just golf course. What was the address and the phone number? In Brandon Bay. <laughs> and one day, Biggie Smalls came into the <laughs> to tea time. He was like, "I'm about one to day. perform no, a pregnancy. Uh, she, she was running. Was, about to perform a C-section. She was, and I got a tea was, time at eight a.m. She was ready to do the Wayne's World thing. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. But then, who was it? Who well, Alice there? Cooper, I've already mentioned. Yeah. So she she caught him after hours. He was trying to gig frogs in the pond at the ninth hole. And she, she he, he sounds like a Happy Gilmore yeah. story. <laughs> Random, but the ninth how funny. and nine. No, but there was like you guys love to tell me that one day she Alice Cooper just walks in. She didn't even recognize him because he's didn't. not rocking any of the makeup. Yep, that'll do it. And. I don't remember. He was where like, the I have a reservation for three I, under Alice. Just that she met him, and and it was was, was he telling amazing. her was he telling her about how it was named Milwaukee because the uh, yeah what was so amazing the ancient Indian tribe was uh, <laughs> that's Milwaukee yeah Milwaukee <laughs> yeah, yeah. honestly I so Christine oh if God. you're listening that would have been amazing if you. You know, dropped your knees and said, "We're not worthy." It would have been great worthy, if she's done some deep cuts. That you know, Alice happen, from up so here, yeah. you could said, really hock a loogie. She probably, said, oh she probably said, "Hey, Alex Cooper." You know, Alex, not Alex. Hey, are, you, are you Alex Cooper? Alex Cooper. You know, could we like Alex sign my jacket? I'm a huge fan, Mr. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> seriously, though, like, can we talk about? Oh man, what? what I don't know what you're looking at me for. I, I what, don't what know. Other, uh... Okay, tell us the most embarrassing story about Mike Rudolphy. Go. Me? Yes. There's got to be something. I don't know. Hey, uh, big guy. Eric, is pretty Eric up told there. us off mic about how you beat up a neighbor. Does that sound familiar? No. Oh, there was also I, I, put, I heard about a confrontation with uh, authorities at a certain bachelor party. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As well. No. Dad, are, are we just putting you on the spot you, here? Do we need to stop? I can tell you that I put. Wait, I have a question. So, Is, does it make sense that I was the good boy I am, being his son, or was he? Was more Dad a, a rascal back in his yeah, day? Yeah, was he a little he rascalian? Was a yeah. I remember putting um, so Saran wrap on the toilet because because so sh- honey on the toilet seat and Saran wrap on the toilet. It seems like we you shared had a-, a bathroom. Okay, oh, uh, so we shared a bathroom. Okay. Was so, this at Carmel? 
So after yes, the on Jack Carmel. And Jill so or after he, no, no, after no, no, he Jack, would, one, okay. you know, like put shaving cream in my ear, you know, because I was like middle school sure. or whatever. And I remember putting saran wrap on the toilet and honey on the toilet seat. And I'm sensing a theme here. One time she just pooped in the toilet, didn't flush. <laughs> One time she upper deckered the toilet. <laughs> and then just, I don't know, Vaseline on the doorknob or something. But that it was stupid, stupid stuff that we used to do to each other. It was so stupid. Fun. And was grandpa's, okay, I have a question. Was grandpa's office there he, always? He could have never known. He no, would have beat I'm, both of our asses. I meant know. like, yeah. Look, I mean, look, look. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, no. He, no, no, no. He no didn't mess around. Knew. I will tell you no. that. I firsthand experienced. Grandpa had no chill. chill. <laughs> Grammy, well, Grammy would have protected us, but Nano, nope. Mm-hmm. I meant in the sense like, so when we were growing up, whenever any of us would go to Grandpa's house, one of the bedrooms would be his office. Yeah, well, yeah. Was yep. it one of those bedrooms? Was it a four bedroom? That was that's after everybody moved out. Though. Yeah. So where was, was his in-home office with his in-home business line when you guys were all living there? In the dining room. Oh. Like yeah. he just had a desk in the dining room. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. It was part of the room addition. Ooh, actually. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Speaking of Grandpa's dining room, there's a, uh, I believe a story about you getting in some serious trouble. Uh, he had this, he had this <laughs> big painting in his dining room. Oh, in the living room. The ones in well, the garage. It, it was in the living room at the time. Yeah. It was Wait, the painting his... of like the country scene? Yeah. With yeah. The yeah, you know exactly. I yes, I do. I remember I that my whole life growing up. Covered in crayon. I was like Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> younger. Yeah. He was younger than Ellis. But yeah. Go ahead and tell us. And him. then Grandpa did what to you? I don't even know. He put your feet he in buckets. Said, it out, huh? He yeah, said, should turn to Buddhism. Oh my God. He said I was an artist, and that was it. Aww. Oh, I'm sure that's what he did. What a nice guy. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> the beauty here. I can oh, hear the painting. Did? Oh, no. I, I wonder what so, would happen. Go ahead. So this is funny. It was so just we, a happy little accident, right? So we all say, like, you know, all these funny jokes about Nano, right? <laughs> you know, tolerating us. But when Audrey came along... No joke. She bossed him around so much. And he wasn't oh, it was So she would be like, <laughs> she would she would literally be like Lila. And she'd be like, Nano, I want to drink a water. And and even if Nana was like in the middle of something or watching his favorite show, he would literally like jump up and get her a glass of water. So like for he, us, he was G-No. Well, and for her, he was G-Yes. Yes, well, well, exactly. And, and, and grandpa being grandpa, he never once complained. He no, always obliged. Never. Well, and we've talked about this because I was I was really the first grandkid where our grandma wasn't around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he really had to step up and he had to be both grandparents. Yes. So but Audrey was really the epitome of that where she was the only one who was still like a kid for him to wait on hand and foot. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a in the ass. The screwdriver story. I, I only vaguely no. remember. You were this. perfect, Audrey. That was that was Jade. That was one of Jackie's. That was Jade. You want to tell us that story? Yeah. So so we were so we were still at Carmel, and you know Grammy had gone. This was I don't know whatever. Nana was still well, at Carmel. This was after two thousand five because Jade is younger than Audrey. I remember it. So I yeah. So. 
So we were so we were at El Carmel and doing the gift exchange or whatever and and it was so funny. I was trying to like put a toy together and I'm like, Jade, I'm like, I need a I need a, a screwdriver. So she's like, you know, okay, whatever. Didn't even think about it. So she go so Nana's in the How kitchen. Jade, Jade had to have been two or three, two, just old enough to be maybe talking. Two or three. So <laughs> dad was in the kitchen and Jade goes over and goes, Nano. I need a screwdriver. And you're like, okay, this is so cute, right? The little kid. Two and or three-year-old, yeah. Oh, Phillips or Flathead? And number Dad two, goes, number four. Phillips or Flathead? <laughs> As if a two or three-year-old's going to know the difference. Right? Yes. <laughs> I love that. Audrey would have known. You need Allen, you need yeah. Torx, <laughs> Starbit. But it happened to be Phillips. Yeah, that's so funny. we scored. That is a great. Uh, that is a great grandpa story. It really captures who grandpa was. Yeah, more than anything yeah. else. A little <laughs> child coming up. I need a screwdriver. Like, Phillips or flathead. I will. <laughs> I will care. show you this one though. One time, grandpa came over. This also captures who he was. But one time, grandpa came over, and I want to say that it was summertime. The but he. Tournament? I don't know if it was a bocce tournament, but he came over. And, like, whenever he'd come over, I'd always try and, like, get him a drink, you know, because he'd just gotten there and offered him a glass of wine. Because normally it was just a glass of wine, right? And I offered him a glass of wine. It was the first time he told me no. He said he was thirsty and that he wanted a beer. So we, Chelsea and I talk about that story all the time. Yes, gave him a beer. Whenever someone is like, yeah, no, I'm thirsty. Give me a beer. Exactly. I know. And I it always. It was so nonchalant. I used that one too. Exactly. But it was funny because it was like, oh, okay. He'll have thirsty. a beer. He's thirsty. Grandpa with the wine. He drinks so much wine. And I feel like late in life, I had a realization when he pointed out that he would drink white wine during the day. And then a beer in the evening, and then red wine at night. Like that's how we did it. If he was then, eating lunch, well, it's white all, wine. Well, but then almost. also red wine he, in his no, coffee, right? That was no. you know, he was messing with me, man. He that was <laughs> messed up. He drank. He knew white you wine. were a good gullible kid. <laughs> I was. He drank white wine at night too. Have you heard that story, Mish? Which one? The where he poured red wine in my coffee. What? Have you no. not heard that story? No. We no. were at the cabin. I don't remember why we were up there. We were helping him out with something. I think I was maybe pine needles or something like that. And we were staying the night. Was it, oh, yeah. We were helping him uh, replace some of the cross beams on the deck and, and replace the door. So it was like me and dad, you, Chelsea, and, uh, you know, the kids, right? And it, we went up there. Maybe Tatum was there. I don't remember. But we went up there. We stayed the night. And that night, like, he pops over some red wine. We're all drinking red wine all night, having a good time. And the next morning, Grandpa's cleaning up. We're all waking up. He's cleaning up. He's made coffee. Whatever. Oh, yeah, because he was up like yeah. three hours before everybody else. And he pours else. me some coffee, and he's like going through and picking up the bottles of wine and stuff. And one of them he pulls up, and there's like still some wine in it. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, hey, Matt, do you drink the wine? I was like, I, I don't want wine, Grandpa. It's like 730 in the morning, whatever. You can't like, throw it away. When he was like, well, put it in your coffee. And I was like, is that a thing? I said that was my response. Is that a thing? And he's like, oh, yeah. And he just pours it into my coffee. <laughs> like probably an ounce and a half of white of red wine Whoa. into my coffee. It tasted terrible. Oh, nice. It was of so gross. But because grandpa did it, you have to sit there and just go. Drink it. Oh, thanks, this is grandpa. Great. This, <laughs> this is great. Delicious. I've been missing out. Oh, I wish I'd known about this. Wish I'd known about it sooner. 
Oh, been drinking man. my coffee wrong my whole Never life. Never forget that. It did not. I wouldn't recommend red wine in your coffee. I have had it. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe a little bubbly, a little white. Well, yeah. well, white wine, maybe. Be honest. Yeah. Be honest. Like, if, like it a, was, if it was, if it was, if it was wine or say prosciutto, right? Sure. You would have had to eat the prosciutto. Yeah, you would have done it. And drink the wine, right? I mean, it, it's. You just don't waste. The thing is, like, I I wonder <laughs> for my whole life. You don't you wonder, waste, like, and you don't want to insult the guy. Like, you, what you, kind yeah, of Italian? You, you don't just you do don't it waste. so that you're not insulting, and yes. you're thinking like, okay, See. Grandpa probably drinks wine in his coffee. But in my mind, years later, I'm <laughs> no. like, Grandpa was probably like, this dumbass will just drink some <laughs> so, red wine in his coffee. You know, so, like, well, I mean, he probably his whole life was like, yeah, no. my dumb grandkids, they they idolize me. My dumb to be grandson. <laughs> Think about it. Think about how many times he has watched. You guys convinced me to make a sandwich out of every what course I'm saying, at the Colombo Club. <laughs> so the Colombo Club is this I Italian club. They serve you all kinds of food. And they, they serve you these... The largest Italian-American yeah. club yes. west of the Mississippi. Yes, it is. And you are a member now, right? I've been a member for years, yep. my friend. Ever since uh, Grandpa passed. That's right. Uh, but yeah, no, they served like these dinner rolls. They were the hardest dinner rolls but they I've were ever so had. addicting they were so good You'd keep eating them and they'd yeah. hurt they were like captain crunch in a roll it was just but, so cut I, up your I mouth i started saying screw it i'm gonna make a sandwich out of every course you guys had talked me into like making ice cream sandwich sandwiches oh yeah <laughs> all the good stuff well you'd go down there into the sitting room there'd be rows of table and uh i don't know and and uh there would just be like some like two slices of meat and like two slices of cheese on a plate when you sat down and a yeah. basket of bread rolls and we would convince Blake to make his sandwich every time. Well, and it, that that was easy. To but be yeah, honest, it, bro, it didn't take a lot of convincing. Yeah, it, I think you wanted to make being, a sandwich. No, and w- with the with the little charcuterie thing that they had set out, absolutely. But it gradually became, I made a sandwich for every course and every meal. Yeah. Yes. Like, what kind of Italian are you? Antipasto. Gino, I'm speaking on his behalf right now. What kind of Italian are what you? What kind of Italian? A charcuterie. We talk. We've talked about on this on our show before how Grandpa, I think he secretly loved Colombo Club, because remember you'd go down there with him and it was like a thing. It's like when you ended up accidentally sitting like next to or across from Grandpa, you're like, oh, okay, it's gonna be one of these trips, because Grandpa would just he couldn't hear anything, but he just assumed that you could hear. And so he would t- turn down his head, his ear, uh, his earphones, his uh, hearing, aid. hearing aid, and just talk to you like normal. So you'd be across right. from him and everyone's, to talk to each other, we'd be talking like this, sitting right next to each other because it's so loud down here. And Grandpa would just lean in and be like, did you try the cheese? It's pretty good. <laughs> well, like, what? And like, this, this eventually led to us questioning why all of his favorite places to take all of us when we were all in town in and out all so loud places yeah. yeah yes he didn't want to talk to us guys honestly <laughs> he, just, no, he didn't want to talk to Blake did. Yeah. <laughs> he certainly he did. did he definitely wanted to talk to me sorry. I think he the reality is he was all. in his I think he recognized it was a sacrifice on his end right he knew and he was yeah, taking he us to a place that was yeah. fun and he was as much as we were just kind of when you couldn't hear him nodding and like you know smiling, smiling yeah and uh, I think on the same this, it was the same for him. He was right. nodding and smiling and trying to make you feel like he was engaging. Right. He was more. He was more interested in watching us all have fun as a family. Than That's what it came exactly. down to. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But he he did coincidentally take us exclusively to places where he could turn off his hearing aid and just tune us out. He used to say, "Oh, I only ever go to In and Out when you guys are in town." I think that was a lie. 
The guy had a stack of In-N-Out gift When he cards. passed away, <laughs> gra- Dad gave me an In-N-Out gift card from his uh, wallet and had like 50 bucks on it. No. Lucky. I know, so, right? So... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Mitch. Right, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, so, hello. <laughs> yeah, no, so, we're trying to coordinate the microphones here with so, way more people than we have mics. <laughs> All right, so you think about Nano, right? And what, what the doctor said, right? They're like, you can have a burger and fries, you know, once a month, right? In moderation. Yeah, that's that's, health. that's, that's not what, what I do. It is, right? That's what I do. That, so seriously, you know, like all these if you habits, if you talk so. to your doctor, <laughs> they will say, you know, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. They will, say, yeah. So, so for Nano, he was like, if I'm gonna have it once a month, he's gonna be like, I want in and out because that that's shit, right? That's yeah, okay. with his Coke burger you know, doctors ever probably had. also tell you oh, that yeah. so, okay if you have it once a month so so nano's <laughs> gonna be like he's we gonna be do that yeah he's gonna be like okay well i'm not gonna go by myself i'm not gonna go with my friend i'm gonna wait and go with my grandkids because he loved you all so much. But and let's be real. I know. Let's be real. Sarah was his favorite. I know. I know. Audrey was a close second, but. <laughs> Honestly, I know this doesn't make for good radio, but I just want you all to know that he loved you guys so much. Yeah. He sure did. And, and Sarah's right, because she would say, I'm your favorite, and he would smile like, no, but he, no. he'd smile like it I, was true. No, I was, he would he smile, never, I he was would his smile favorite. <laughs> There's no, no doubt no, in that. But Sorry. As far, as favorite far as daughter. Sorry. No, favorite I'm his granddaughter. Favorite. But, no, but seriously, tr- in all seriousness, he loved you guys like beyond oh, yeah. oh, everything. Absolutely. And so so what he did about the whole in and out thing is he's like, okay, well if my doctor says that I can go to In and Out once a month, I'm gonna take my I'm grandkids. gonna take I'm gonna go with my posse. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. take my <laughs> We're gonna roll deep. I'm gonna bring six of my grandkids in and out. We're gonna have G-Dog animal style deep. Yo, <laughs> with yeah, a yeah. coke <laughs> with Diet Pepsi. With a coke. He would always do the thing where I'd go up there and be like, give me a number two or whatever. He's like, You don't want a double, you want a double. <laughs> he, he wants a number one. He wants a double. Like he, that was his thing with me. <laughs> that is was eat his more. Thing. No. Come on, fatty. You know you want well, more. But then once potatoes, once oh, I, he ordered potatoes. Yes, yes, yes. chips, chips. Good point. No, he, yes, once once even though he was an Australian, he called them chips. Did he? I no, feel he like called okay, he called them potatoes. Yeah. Did you say Australia? No, yeah, not Australian. They call them chips. Well, they call them chips in but, every other English-speaking country yeah. except oh, America. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? Or order potatoes. Yeah. But you know what's wild is French French fries were developed first. I believe it. Fries. But no, um, freedom fries. You know, it's, freedom it, fries. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> that you say that he always used to pressure you into getting the doubles. Because I remember when I like would get I, his three by first, threes. When I first discovered that you could get a three by three in and out, he started going, "Oh no, I only need a double." <laughs> <laughs> so I got the opposite. I got the subtle fat shaming. <laughs> Give me a three by three in a lettuce wrap because I'm watching well, my because figure. Because on top of your three by three, Nano saw you finish the burger that I didn't eat. Oh yeah, no, so. I, I used to finish your double double that he shamed you into getting. Yeah, no, he'd get and me to get a double double my animal and then fries. I, I remember one time, just I don't. This is not even important, but I remember pissing Grandpa off so 
bad one time speaking about how much he loved us but i remember i pissed him off because we went I, we went to in and out one time when we had come up to visit but we went to in and out and i paid for it and i like i told oh, the cashier he was so mad i, oh, I gave the cashier so the money mad. and i paid for it i remember he that. was so mad that i did it and he's like you just couldn't believe. Like, you should save your money. Exactly. You he, save your money. No, he was pissed. I at remember you. that. Yeah, but then it was yeah. like you burned his money. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> he anyways, was so mad. Good times. Good times. When he would take the whole family to the Colombo Club, he'd always say, "I'll pay for it this once, this, this once, once. Yeah. only." Just this but once. he would never actually ask us to pay. No, he would always pay for it. Typical but, Gino fashion. Yeah. Yes, he was a generous it was always man. Always this one time. Well, I mean, the amount of times I've seen. You, mom, and him what? fight over uh, paying over like, the yeah. bill. Yeah, because literally anytime we would invite him out to dinner. Yep, and then he would insist on paying, and we, my mom would say, "Oh no, 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 we we invited you. We're paying." Yep, well, and they would they would get in an cool. argument. It took us thirty that's minutes to leave any restaurant etiquette. because they argue you back and forth. Invite every time. someone. Well, you pay for exactly. It. I vaguely remember a fight at Casa Orozco about this. And that, it happened, it happened all the time. The I'm venue. like, where is that she? Was, uh, but I feel like I remember inviting him. Like, we'd be like, okay, Grandpa, do you want to go to In-N-Out? We're in town. You want, like, this day works for everyone. You want to go? So, like, you. us inviting him, me inviting him to go to In-N-Out, <laughs> and then me paying, it was like, oh, what's wrong with you? No. Save your money. Exactly. Save I have, I have money. a question, Mish. Maybe you have the answer. Maybe we have to get Dad on here if it goes back too far. But what was the importance of Bencheros? <laughs> How did our family end up? So for listeners, our family, Bencheros was a restaurant, Italian restaurant up here. that was very big. We'd go there all the time until they closed. This we is, still, uh, we like stole their recipe and make it for Christmas. Like tomorrow, tomorrow, our Christmas family of Christmas is going to be like Bencheros inspired. But is, what is uh, the in- inspiration? What drew them there? What started it? Um, was did they just stumble on it and they loved so, it? Okay, so it was... Just well, good food. Wasn't that where uh, I just remember restaurant, we right? celebrated I mean, Grandma's like, birthday there. It was, there. Been, it was a good been going restaurant. There since, they've they had been going since there since John Banchero opened it. Yeah, right? since so okay, so Nano and and Grammy lived in Fremont, right? For the, when they first moved here in yeah. Niles, and um, Grandpa worked at I don't the brick know factory. When yes, I don't know when they started going to Banchero's, but that was always kind of a. You got to speak into the microphone. <laughs> Where's dad? Dad? Oh, he went to bed? For us. Mike Rudolph, he went to bed. That Buddhism's really... He really, he's, he's doing he really his just dipped and didn't say... Oh, yeah, that's Wait, right. The guys, I got to go he's meditate before I go to sleep. Yeah. Okay, he's realigning so, his chakras, yeah. <laughs> so, Mike Rudolph, is an old fart. Um, <laughs> so, <aside laughs> oh, that... So, yeah, so, no. So, we used He'll to be go up to More than likely. And... You know, it was like, I don't know. I mean, like, Nano knew everybody. So Just everybody the- knew everybody. That was the thing. Was I like, loved Benchero's had this, like, 40s so aesthetic. To, yeah, so oh, you have, to, oh, think oh, about, you have yes. to think about Fremont, like, being, you know, one of the most populated cities, right? It's a huge-ass city. But it's, it's funny that you bring the up day, they used to live in Niles, like, too. Cause, yeah. Um, so, because well, I used to, I, I used to do a lot of performing in Niles, and I've seen a lot of people. At they the, all knew Grandpa. No, uh-huh. <laughs> they might have actually, because at at these dive bars that I was performing at in Niles, 
I've overheard many a conversation about how they miss Bancheros. Oh, uh, bring Bancheros so back. I've bonded with a lot of audience members. So wow. a lot of people. So if you didn't have, so like, God. I remember I took Chelsea so to like, Bancheros for the first time. And they were about, like, during the drought, they were like, you have to ask for water. I was like, I'm sorry, it's not always like this. <laughs> <laughs> but like thinking about, you know, back in the day when they were married, right? And like Aaron Christine was a baby. Right, it's like if Bancheros was not what it was thirty years later. Sure. So. So it was just this small long, mom and standing pop. tradition since they first moved yeah. to the country. And not just them; it's like everybody. Well, they they have their spots. Well, I remember my dad know. and I were working in Hayward one time years ago, and he was like, "Don't bring a lunch tomorrow. I want to take you to the spot." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And he took me to this Italian deli. And it was like this was grandma's Wait, deli. She Grammy would Luca's come here. Deli in Castro Valley. In, is it Castro Valley? It might have been Castro. Valley. Castro, Luca's Deli in Castro yeah. Valley. It's okay. A, it's like bringing a sandwich there. Grandma yep. used to come here and buy all of her like pastas Mortadella. and this and all this stuff because it was yep. from Italy. So cool. And she would buy it all here. And I remember, <laughs> could award me like this is cool. He's like, all right, come in. We got good sandwiches. And we sit down. We're eating. He's like, so Grammy used to come here all the time. That's <laughs> no, a big they, deal, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> The preface of the Italian Valley. They had the inside track on a lot of the coolest Italian spots throughout the Bay Area. Sure. Grandpa also hated mob movies. We've talked about which it is funny because he, he also had, hated Frank Sinatra. Had, like, mob Considering all of his connections, he, hate him. <laughs> he disliked Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Well, like he for a long time on his wall, he had the mafia application. Yeah. It was a job application for the mafia. Yeah. Well, that was the joke, though, right? Yeah, well, that brings up a good question, Eric, because he was into like Lou Monty and like Dean Martin, like deeper cuts. So what's like the country singer version of that? <laughs> yeah, what's the country singer version of Dean Martin? Hank Jr. Hank Jr. What? Really? No, no, no. no there's no way that's true. I would have figured if anything, like Ricky Nelson, because so he was Frank Sinatra, George Strait, or Garth Brooks? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Go, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you say Frank Sinatra was was? Uh, who was Frank Sinatra? Like Conway Twitty? <laughs> I don't know who that <laughs> is. Willie Nelson. <laughs> Willie, <yeah. laughs> Willie Nelson. Okay. Just curious. Blake's usually no, my go-to no, for for uh, old country. No, and if, if, if anything, if anything, as far as Italian, he's not very good like, at it. Italian music to country music equivalents, Frank Sinatra's got to be the George Strait of Italian singers. Well. On this sh- on this show, the, like, Blake constantly most iconic. Blake is constantly yeah. saying that uh, Clint Eastwood is better than John Wayne. Would you agree with that, Eric? He says it a lot, a lot. I'm like I, that I can't do be say true. That. It, at least once an episode, it's right up there with my oh, shout outs to Christine. Sam, sorry right here. Who gives the first? Ooh, who throws the first punch? Oh, Clint Eastwood absolutely throws the first. Yeah, punch. Yeah, I think Clint yeah. throws the first there. punch. Does John Wayne win though? I don't know. I. John Wayne shoots him, right? Wait, are, yeah. Are they allowed to have guns? Are they allowed to have guns? Because if they're allowed to have guns, John Wayne wins. If we're just talking a brawl in the saloon, I opened a can of worms, huh? Wait, hold on, hold on. Hop on the microphone and tell this. We should, we should, we should have this debate in real time. Scoot your chair. No, I, I was gonna say between two good guys like John Wayne and Clint Eastwood, 
the good guys never drew first, so neither one no. of them would ever draw on each other. Clint, Clint Eastwood <laughs> oh, was always the... It would be a long movie no. just watching two guys stare at each other. Clint, <laughs> hold on, no. Clint Eastwood was always the morally ambiguous. Like, he was more of an anti-hero. He was the kind of guy who would draw first. In a lot of... Uh, draw. In a lot of those westerns. No, he played an outlaw. That Mary was Kate his. Mary Kane Ashley, how the West was won. <laughs> he was an outlaw. He was a bounty hunter. He was pistol, always you're those pull morally. Those pistols or yeah. whistle Dixie, and there's five of them, and so he waits. Okay, for the that, first that's guy a fair point. I'll, I'll give you that. That's a fair point. But if in in a fight between him and John Wayne, Clint Eastwood is absolutely throwing the first punch. Uh, maybe. Going back to Italian stuff, Mish <laughs> is an antipasta <laughs> just called an antipasta because it's not pasta. <laughs> I don't know. In fact, it's the opposite sorry. of pasta. It says the Oops, fe- the male sorry, ending. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's uh, it's so there's a group of Italians that have a s- strict anti-pasta stance politically. Ah. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, it's Mish. A very small group. I got a question yeah, for it's Mish. It's a minority. It's a third party, but Where, they, do you, they do exist. <laughs> before, pasta. before pasta, got it. Mish, do you regret that Grammy and Grandpa didn't teach you Italian? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I have this question. I'd actually Matt, ask this the, of Sarah yeah, too Matt. because I often we talk about it. Mom is even told that she regrets not teaching us Spanish. Yeah. I was gonna do you, say. Do yes. you ever wish she had taught us to be fluent? I mean, we we do pretty good on Spanish. I didn't think we were good at Spanish till I met Mikey. Oh my god. And, I, and he little, was like, "Oh, burritos, Mexican word." Oh my god. I was I was about to call you oh, out on this. Oh, like, do you regret that he never taught your parent or like our parents' generations? Italian, bro. If I could speak that's, English, that's, Italian, and his well, and Spanish, I'd be freaking like well, way farther. That's, in that's life. the reason you guys' mom never taught you Spanish, right? Was because was criminal. Because our and you oh. wouldn't be able to prove it either. <laughs> well, no, but that's that's the whole reason that you guys were never taught Spanish, right? Was because because grandpa and grandma, Grammy, our didn't, parents exactly. Italian. Mom made the decision. Because of grandpa, the cultural thing of the Italians, well, not the, to do it. The other reason is is they didn't speak the same Italian. Is that true? Well, They're from different so parts listen, of Italy, the, yeah. The dialect, yeah. Gino couldn't hardly understand. He, he hated speak, going to talk to them. <laughs> he was like, you sound like a hillbilly, Angie. Yeah, yeah. These it, fucking it rednecks. I'm from Rome. If you listen to like Uncle, uh, oh, this is our Voldemort, uh, yeah. our expert. I, I, I'm descended from the Medici family. Like, sorry. If you listen to like thought. Uncle Robert speak, he's from the north, and his like the way he speaks sounds much more like slurred. If you're listening to him, oh, and, like, it's very southern is much more like enunciated, well, like Mexican Spanish dramatic. between. Yeah. Compared to Spanish, Spanish. Well, it, it's like yeah, it it's like a Californian talking to a Kentuckian. Interesting. Very true. No, like, like a Cajun. It's not a, di- a different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cajun. That's that's a good. Uh, <laughs> he also said that there was a little bit of port- like it sounded kind of Portuguese too. There was like oh like, those hicks. Yeah, and they're no, on the Swiss border they too. Yeah, they weren't. You know, in in Roman times during the Roman Empire, Grammy's family would not have been considered uh, Roman Italian at all. Right. They. That that was part of Italy that was yeah. annexed later. Well, we hear the story all the time. I we would hear this, you and me, Sarah, about how when like I was born, the great grandparents would come together and the great grandparents that only spoke Italian were able to talk all day with the great grandparents that only spoke Spanish. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that interesting. E- so grandpa well, just didn't old. have the patience. They could do it. <laughs> well, that was even we love taking so, Mish uh, wants to say something. We love yeah, taking grandpa to Mexican something? restaurants because he could speak with 
only computer. Yeah. The people who spoke Spanish so, in the Mexican restaurant. All right, give it to us, Mish. So, okay, so what you... She's like, you guys are wrong <sighs> in so many ways. No, what you guys... Uh, She's a little right, flustered. Next, next, <laughs> next topic. She's been trying to say it for a while. Yeah, yeah give it to us. No more whiskey. No more whiskey for Mish. If he comes back to you, just interject. <laughs> what you guys are missing is what happened to these people during during World War Two. Yes. The Depression. Um, well, I don't think that Depression was not relative to Italy at the time. Yeah, it was worldwide. I know it was worldwide. Was but we had thing. a very unique it, experience. The Depression yeah. led to World War Two. <laughs> well, that's you know that's contested. Is it though? I don't want to get into those weeds, but we talk about Rothbard way too much, man. I don't want to get into that <laughs> shit. No, I, I think Mish is right though. There's like there's a division here because Italy, as we know it, wasn't really established right. until World War II under Mussolini. Yeah. So like until that point, they were like Germany before World War II. They were a multitude of kingdoms, like small pockets right. and stuff. Well, that was German. Germany that didn't was happen united. Germany was united into <laughs> one country right it. before World War One. Then they lost World War One and got split up again. And yeah, then, the Prussians. That's yeah. true. They were an empire. The Prussians. You're right. Well, they were more of an alliance of kings under an emperor. Right. Mussolini under, was uh, a dictator Bismarck, of a country. Right? Yes. Who was fun? Fun fact. Interesting archive. Uh, Adjacent. Bismarck, North Dakota, was literally named Bismarck because they wanted. German support. Oh, wow. Now do Roma, Texas. Same thing. <laughs> they wanted the support from yeah. Rome. Athens, Georgia. <laughs> they wanted support from Greece. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. That's why he's the community. Paris, guys. Texas. Paris, Texas. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Who wanted them on their side? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, Paris, Texas is angry like London. <laughs> Paris, Texas was like, come on, Germany. <laughs> We're just sitting here, plumb for the picking. Santa Ana was like, "Hey, if we could just get to Paris, we got this thing." <laughs> oh, it's funny. You know, we talked about this in a previous episode. I think often about um, for all of us, even you guys, the generation above us, like World War II and all that stuff was so far in the past. But Grandpa was growing up oh, he, during he World War II. And I think about that often, about the fact that well, he like was in Italy post-World War II, just having, walking around in life, having the memory of child. something yeah. like World War II. Even well, you're 18, 19 was, years old, and it's like, that happened in my childhood. Now I'm in Italy. It's a lot more free. World War II and was the catalyst to America. for all of us being here. Because that was, Auntie Anna was the first, uh, the first of Grandpa's siblings to move over here, and it was because yeah. she met an American soldier. Yeah. In World War II. And she was taken by his charm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Cass, right? Did, did any of you get, uh, were you listening last night to your dad talking to my dad? And they were talking about how my dad remembers as a little kid. He remembers as a little kid, like you'd go to the movies. Well, that's where you saw the newsreels and stuff, right? It was at the movies. Yeah, and but, Looney Tunes. But the commercials, there was commercials about, he, he said like the commercials we see today or that we grew up with was, of starving kids in Africa, like we need to do something, right? Give yeah. charity. They used to see, here's the starving kids in Italy. Oh, wow. And, and you need to help these Italians because there the, was a war-torn country and, and they're, they're in rubble and they're, 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 it's a depressed country. And, wow. and so after World War II, 
the, the country was decimated. I mean, it was in, you know, shambles. And so we when had Grandpa, all these kids running around or, trying to find food and trying to find stuff. So it was sponsoring, yeah. they were sponsoring kids from Italy. And that's wild. Encouraging the so migration when, here. When For you just brought 15 home. 15 cents a day, you could support some poor Italian <laughs> child's education. So, <laughs> Eric, when, when, when you brought home uh, Michelle. And then, like, Daryl and Karen met Gino for the first time where they were like, this is us doing our part to help yeah. out an Italian family. Yeah. We're, we're so helping you can the marry Italians. In. We were helping the Italians. Yeah, sure. Pass to the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. These italics need help. <laughs> it was very bold of the Americans to help the italics. These are new times. Roman. I don't know. Bad jokes. <laughs> Uh, hey, you know what? At least Jr. will laugh at these. Oh, good. That's <laughs> what really out. matters. Sam. <laughs> Did Voldemort, you... right? Yeah, so, Voldemort. Voldemort. I don't know that we talked about much about this. I'm sure we mentioned it, but you actually went and lived in Italy yes. for a while. I fully did. immersed. Yeah. Um, how's your Italian these days? Um, Can you answer in Italian? Was, was the Italian version of Hogwarts as worried about you guys as the British version was? What? Sorry, I missed that. Like Hogwarts has sister to... schools all throughout Europe, right? That's a uh -huh. whole thing in the Harry Potter. Blake, she's not a wizard. Well, she's Voldemort. I'm just a muggle. She's just we're, a we're muggle. The, was the Italian Hogwarts as worried about you as the British Hogwarts was? That's a Harry Potter's not real, bruv. We're sitting here talking. <laughs> we're sitting here talking to Voldemort. I'm we just should. a muggle. What was the coolest yes. thing about being in Italy? Wow. What what blew you away? There's something. It's been a while now. I'm sure a lot of specific details yeah. have started to fade. What's the one that still stands out? A place, a person. I think like Rodrigo. <laughs> Is that where Rodrigo lives now? No, this was a different Rodrigo. Oh, I think that, from that one. My, my long lost older brother Rodrigo moved to Italy. Chelsea, this is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, give it to us. I would say, like, just being around such old architecture, like everything we were around was like built in like the 1400s or before, because yeah, we were in like the birthplace of the Renaissance. I was in Florence, but I also really enjoyed when we were in Rome. So we, also, like, our family, our our ancestral home. Florence. Yeah, I don't know the details of all that. Where we tried to kill the Queen of England yeah. and uh You know, most people that fail at something like that don't keep bringing it up. No. You know what? But hey, we were the only yeah. conspirators to survive. So I feel like that's that's at least an accomplishment <laughs> worth mentioning. And it led to us marrying into the Medici family. Sure. So that yeah. I had a little bit of that say, like in Paris, but Paris, like most of those buildings yeah. were built in like the 18th century. Mm -hmm. So it's not as mm -hmm. old. It's very old compared to America, yeah. obviously, but yeah. you'd go by a fountain or something that's, or, or the catacombs, which are like from the first century. Yeah. It's, it's something else. We don't have that here. Yeah. Cobblestone roads. That was the cobblestone cool. roads are yeah. also That's being there cool. during Christmas time is like super beautiful. If you're ever in Europe. During were there a lot of Christmas, Christmas. trees? No, I because didn't we heard that about Christmas Paris. Trees. They that was a thing where Chelsea's sister-in-law, sister, my sister-in-law, were like getting a uh, just a two-foot tall tree was like some expensive endeavor. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't ever see trees, but they like deck out the whole city like 
with lights on every building, That's like cool. lights strung between all the buildings, like yeah, every well, piazza Seb, you go to. So what would I happen have, if you started talking about like, Benito and Christmas? Eric, Dominic. Well, I have, to, I have to ask what? real quick because I feel like we touched on this in our last episode of Family Records that um, in Italy they don't have Santa Claus. They have yeah, a, a, a female name. version. Oh. Oh. Right, it's something the Christmas. Yeah, I'd never witch. heard this before. I don't, I don't remember hearing about that. I feel like we saw Santa Claus though. I want to say like while, while we have you on, Mike, or you like used that. to love to tell the story about how Italy has a female Santa Claus. Do you remember the full story, or just that they have? I'm sure a, they have both. Because I, I just remember that she's referred to as the Christmas witch. Yeah. Hmm. The Christmas witch. Yes. So you huh. have the wit you have the wicked witch of the north, the wicked witch of the east. Or no, the wicked witch of the west, the wicked witch of the east. I don't see where you're going with this. The good witch of the north and the Christmas witch of Italy. What? Chelsea. So Santa is Babbo Natal and then yes. um classic Babbo. He's becoming more popular in Italy for gift giving on Christmas day, but La Befana, the La old Befana. woman who okay. delivers gifts on Epiphany. On the sixth of January, yeah. On the sixth of January, so it's Epiphany. She's January. Okay, we used to hear that in uh, from Grandma Angie or Grandma Rosie about the sixth of January in Mexico. There was was a whole thing about how you leave your Christmas decorations up till the sixth of January for Epiphany. Sorry, give it to us, Mish. What were you saying? Oh, Sam, give her the mic. Hi, Cash. You would hang your stocking on the end of the bed, and and she would. Grant your wish. There you oh, go. Any wish? Hang your stocking at the end of your bed. If someone say wished for a fascist dictatorship in like 1940, <laughs> are we really going there with this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, Cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we've got a dog jumping up on all of our laps while we're trying to record here. No big deal. Get him on mic. Cash, come on. <laughs> It's Blake's Cash, child. what are your thoughts Don't about uh, the Italian Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of money. How long were you in Italy, Sam? I think like five months. Was that it? Yeah. I, guess it was like, I think I was there for 10 or so 12 days. <laughs> 10 or 12 days I was there. It was great. <laughs> At any point while you were there, did you contemplate moving there? I actually did. I because, bet. Um, Just walking around Parasite, that thought. Yeah, and I guess it's like somewhat easy to get dual citizenship if you have like I think it was like a living grand parent that was Italian oh, or that's from cool. Italy. I was gonna say if you have like dem- demonstrable lineage, right? It's yeah. fairly easy to get. So this is an example of Christmas lights in Florence. You just walk. Oh wow! Like between that the buildings. Is, oh, that's gorgeous. Beautiful. Every single piazza you go to, everywhere, just Step decked up, out America. in lights like that. Yeah. We really need to step up our game. We just have some fat guy in a red suit. Drinking Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> With a polar bear. Oh, of course. You can't forget the polar bears. <laughs> right on. Well, we should probably start wrapping it up. We've been talking for two hours, guys. Feels like I, it flew by. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, we killed two hours. Yeah. Well, and everyone kind of jumped on Mike, except for Bailey. Hi. Go ahead. No. All right. There you go. Bailey does not want to be on Blake mic. doesn't actually have a girlfriend. He just says it. Although, wait, hold on. This is Christmas. Your family has a Christmas tradition that I've never heard. 
of before. Oh, yeah. What's either? Christmas yes. like in Montana? Cold. Is there a tree? Oh, yes. Dogs can only talk at midnight on Christmas Eve in my family. Oh. <laughs> Dogs can talk? I would really like if you didn't explain that any further. <laughs> so, so Leave it at that, Bailey. <laughs> so her fit, yeah. Her family had the original elf on the shelf, which was your dog talking on midnight at Christmas. <laughs> Santa showed up and the dog was like, hey, hey, no, she was Lee, kind of keep a going, keep going. He, she was good. He was kind of a jerk this year. <laughs> well, great. one as uh, anyone that if any of you guys listen to our show, we end with a interesting archive and I'm sure Blake has something prepped. I do have Italian something themed Christmas themed uh, Christmas themed. So we, uh, I, I ended up finding a website with a bunch of random facts about Christmas. The last episode that we did, mm-hmm. I figured I'd read off a few more of those. Uh, let's see. A few more. Lucky day. Bing Crosby's version of White Christmas is the highest selling single of all time. Wow. Wow. Uh, it only took six weeks for Charles Dickens wait, wait, to wait. write a Christmas Carol. Are you saying that the most iconic song that has to do with Christmas is the most iconic song that has to do with Christmas? Yes. That's no, wild. No, 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 The most iconic Never song of guessed. all time. Of all time. Is the most iconic song that has to do with not Christmas. Not iconic Christmas song. Oh, wow. Yes, the highest selling single of all time, not just Christmas. Yeah. Be, yeah, beats out <laughs> Thriller. It beats out... Uh, have, have they listened to Abbey Road? Well, that's not a single. <laughs> now, if you want to say Strawberry Fields, then nah, yes, it, it ain't Strawberry, Strawberry Fields. Fields. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas Carol in six weeks. Okay, it's got to be some kind of a record. Uh, American Family record. Oh, Americans purchase 1.6 billion Christmas cards every year. Wow, Jeez. that's a lot. Franklin Pierce was the first U.S. president to put up a White House Christmas tree. Haven't heard of that. Do you person. have a year Who the hell on that? is Franklin Pierce? Yeah, who's that? Well, he was the first president to put up a Christmas well, tree. Well, clearly, but what president in the... The 12th. <laughs> was he the 12th? Is that just a random... <laughs> what dollar bill is he Oh, on? so you're saying George Washington hated Christmas. Yes. <laughs> not only did he not want to be president, well, uh, but he did not well, like, like Christmas. No Christmas trees. <laughs> to be fair, George Washington's teeth were made out of Christmas trees, so... Uh, the stumps of Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah, the, people don't know this. Washington was the first one to put out Christmas lights, though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas lights, here's one. Uh, Christmas lights were so expensive that they used to be rented rather than sold. An electrically lit tree was a status symbol in the early 1900s. Wow. I believe that because like, of electricity. Hey, Matt, what are you hanging from your Christmas tree? Tinsel? I've got lights. Hey, loser. My tree glows <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> um, a Facebook study in 2010 revealed that two weeks before Christmas is the most popular time for couples to break up. Oh, dang. Like, hey, babe, sorry, I didn't buy you a Christmas present this year. Chelsea, we made it another oh, we're year. we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in Asia, white elephants were considered holy but pricey, pricey to keep. Ezra Cornell adapted that term to get <laughs> an elephant Christmas. was pricey to keep, huh? That's wild. <laughs> no. Ezra, Ezra Cornell adapted that term to gifts at Christmas gatherings, 
no value to the owner, but may have value to others. No, that's I have, not right. Yeah. It, it's because it's because oh. white elephants were really, really hard to take care of because they required more like sun protection and things like that. And it's expensive to feed them and clean up after them. So oh, so this website would, that I found my facts from is bullshit. People would give like <laughs> all of them, like What's leaders that would give them to somebody that they hated. Like here I am giving you this generous gift. It's like the you Target have website. To take care of it. Like and wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like it was like leaders, not like common people. Here's a white elephant. Good luck. Exactly. It was like <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in 2012, there was a uh, a study conducted that holiday related injuries accounted for 34 percent of all injuries throughout the year. Well, we've all seen Christmas vacation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Falling off the house. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is a little addition on here. Is that most of these injuries are falling? <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, the biggest display of lights ever made is in Australia. It has one thousand or 1,194,380 LEDs covering 3,865 square meters. Step it up, Deacon Dave. Yeah, right? <laughs> that was exactly my point with this. <laughs> That's a local uh Well, oh, hold on. David spectacle. Richards has used his home to raise $20,000 for SIDS and Kids what? Act. Since 2011. So the guy's name is Dave. Huh. <laughs> so Deacon Dave really needs to step his game up. <laughs> Anything else on there you feel compelled to share with us? Uh, the city of Vancouver, Canada claims to be the birthplace of the first ugly Christmas sweater party. Can you? So you can just claim anything. Yeah, right? Yo, I don't know if you guys know this, but Livermore claims to be the birthplace of Christ. Well... And while, while we're at it, the Rodolfi family claims to be the origin of all of that mustache-related merch that you find. Because <laughs> we we were we were getting mustache gag gifts for Mike Rodolfi way before you mustache was. This brings up an interesting question. Was, uh, I have a question for Eric Paul. Okay. Eric, at any point in your coming into our family, did you have the thought of shaving everything but the mustache and giving Mike a run for the money? I did, but first of all, you came into our family. Oh. That's not how I, I see it. Oh. But uh, no, I did. I had uh, just a mustache, but it was—it's kind of embarrassing to walk around with just a mustache. Oh <laughs> dang! Fun of a lot. You really got to find your center for yeah. something like that, right? A lot of assumptions do get made about you when you rock the mustache. So do we, we tell Mike you? Mike Rodolfi really has the family record for most commitment to the bit. Yeah. I don't know if we've yeah. told this story. If you guys have heard this story though, right? When Tatum and me and Dad went to Chicago for the painting <laughs> thing, and we're like walking around, and these guys with a camera were like, "Oh my God, your mustache is great!" To Dad, and they were like, "Can we just record you for a video?" And like, okay, just smile and record. We're like, oh, thanks. And Dad's like, oh, cool. What what is this for? What is this about? And they're like, oh, it's from a video we're making called Mustache Rides. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Tatum like lost it. And Dad's like, I, I don't know if I want to be part of that. <laughs> so he didn't sign the release. I don't think he did. Wait, so me and well, no, I think he did because me and Tatum were like, Dad, no, you have to sign so, the release. So if, if, if you look up on YouTube, Mustache <laughs> yeah. Rides, is there a chance that we see Mike Rodolfi? There's always a chance. <laughs> People just finding well, it YouTube. in the wild. What's the worst that, that can mustache happen? Mustache anywhere. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh man, Audrey has a good mustache. Audrey does oh, have dang. a great mustache. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, Sarah. 
No, actually, oh, Sarah, better speaking mustache. of mustaches. I've got a better mustache. I think Sarah has the best facial hair out of anybody in the family. Thank you. Put some respect <laughs> on my name, Audrey. Uh, family record. Family record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we should start wrapping up. Um, those were fun, interesting archives, Blake. Thank I you. I really appreciated the part about Montana with the dogs. That was fun. That um, was a fun one. That's that's a tradition that I think we should start bringing to this family. <laughs> What's Since Cash we have got so to say? many dogs. That's the question. What did Cash say about Audrey on Christmas at midnight this year? I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> she says she showers every day, but it's not true. <laughs> I live there. <laughs> um, anyways, one of the things we do, obviously, with family, it's a little different. So plugging your stuff is not really a thing. But is anyone watching anything they want to plug or listening to anything they want to plug or... Um, any countries that anyone named Voldemort has visited that they might want to plug? <laughs> that she's gone, isn't she? Yeah, she anyone been watching she anything good? Audrey, The Office? Sure. Check out The Office. Yeah, The Office is never not a good idea. I heard a thing recently. What's The they, Office streaming on nowadays? Peacock. Peacock, oh, okay. I heard a thing recently. Someone asked Michael, Scott, or Michael Scott, someone asked Steve Carell, like, hey, if we did The Office what would you do nowadays or whatever? And he was like, I don't think you could do The Office. You couldn't. He's like, it'd be too offensive. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ricky yeah. Gervais has also said the same thing. Yeah, I believe that. But Sarah, Although you've been watching- the British office was that much more out there. <laughs> it's true. You've been watching anything? You've been doing anything? No, not really. I'm finally taking a breath uh, from work and life. And oh, nice. Yeah, no, can't say I'm watching anything. Well, Sarah will plug taking a moment for yourself. Can yep. we plug Bancheros? You should just plug Bancheros. You can't plug. It's, it's not around no more, bro. I know. That's Go check out this thing that you can't <laughs> How see. How about this? I'll bring plug Ban- I'll plug Bancheros uh, soup Hasht- and garlic bread. Yeah. Hashtag bring back Bancheros. There we go. There you go. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Rodolfi. I am also, I do a show with Mikey called They Might Be Bronies where we watch every episode of My Little Pony to determine if we might be bronies. I would really encourage everyone here not to watch it. They're listening to it at all, please. Actually, and I would insist that you don't because it's very inappropriate and uh, it would sour my good name. Uh, we also do a show with the other owners for Fat Tango called Forta Tango where we play different games. That's on YouTube as well uh, every week. That's a lot of fun. Blake, you got anything to plug? Uh, well, before I get to me, we should have Mish plug anything that she's watching. Or... Oh, she shook her head. So I will plug for Mish, Yellowstone, season four is out. I know go. they're big fans. Witcher, season two. Yes. Witcher, there season two as well. There we go. So we plugged for Mish. Um, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Blake Sweet Comic. Uh, you can fo- also follow me on Instagram at Blake Sweet Comedy. That's where I will be plugging my uh, stand-up dates. I do have some stuff in the work for january but nothing's confirmed yet. well let us know your first but, date because we all plan on going together in, in february <laughs> so february 6th i will be at aloha tower in honolulu hawaii what uh, i've got a road gig yeah um and then on february 21st i will be at Vinny's in concord you should have started with Vinny's. Yeah, yeah but that's 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 later <laughs> down the road like so I, i'm going in chronological order here Thank you, okay uh, we'll appreciate we that. have that we have that one listener that. in hawaii so i'm hoping to really get their support and <laughs> they'll probably come out and see you <laughs> <laughs> oh man you're not what i expected yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well you know i was looking at the cover art i always thought that you were the mat on the cover art <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
Uh, if you're not going to, you can also check out the other show we do with Fat Tango, uh, which is oh, Fat yeah. Tango Presents. Which I also recommend that you, as Family Records listeners, don't go listen to. Why? It's great. We're as that? inappropriate as they might be bronies. Yeah, except we work with a bunch of comedians and stuff, so it's a little better. It's less on us. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But In fact, Matt writes like 90% of ah, that. That's not true. It can't be true. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, you know what? If you really love Matt's work, you should go support Family or Fat Tango Presents. You should definitely support Fat Tango Presents. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for joining us for another week, y'all. We appreciate it. I know this was a little bit of a long one, but, you know, it's Christmas, and uh, we had all our family here, so we had to get together. Sarah, you're still on mic. Audrey, you're still on mic. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank Good you. Times. Good yeah. times. Always. All right. Do you guys know our sign-off? Well, Sarah's the one that... <laughs> Yeah, she originated. Yeah. Is it peace laid out? It, it sure is peace laid out. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining <laughs> us for another week, as I said. Until next week, peace, peace late out. out. This has been a Fat Tango production.